Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 146 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside. Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight, uh, we're light on news at last. Brant took mercy on our souls. Thank God. Uh, speaking of, speaking <laughs> of souls, Final Fantasy uh, 15, 14, Endwalker expansion announced. That's 14 for the record. I struck 15. Uh, CD Projekt has been hacked. Sands of Time remake delayed. No, no, no. That's not how I remember it. Uh, Akira Yamaoka talks about his new project. It's about time this game came to Switch and PC. I wonder what that's about. Mm-hmm. And we have your <laughs> blazing hot uh, new Nintendo Online games. Uh, it's the titles everyone's been clamoring for. You just wait till the end of our news section. You're going to be thrilled. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Brent McKee. What's up? And Cesar Concepcion the second. Hello. We got a lot of time-related jokes. Let's see if we can work something in there and get a good uh, podcast title out of this one. That's not Cesar's favorite uh, terrorist texting network. (laughs) You chose it. That was was your chosen platform. Should have went with PNO3. For some reason, the only thing I... Did we ever bring (laughs) PNO3? Should have worked it in there somehow. We never brought it up. I know, no, I know. It's the Capcom 5. It's not too late to bring them back. Let's, uh, let's talk about long lost Capcom games on on long lost console. Let's go. That Phoenix, that Phoenix game that didn't come out. This shit looked awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched a that, clip of that the other day. So was that number five? Uh, I think that was number five. We had what? Beautiful Fatal Joe. Phoenix or whatever that was. Beautiful Joe. Beautiful Joe. Pno three. Pno three. Resident Evil four. It was like what was it? Killer seven. Killer seven. Yeah. We got it. We rounded mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, because remember, I always remember that meme. It's Friday night. I always see it flying around every Friday night on Twitter. Somebody posting on there. It's better than uh, Friday night. Uh, Daniel Craig introducing the weekend on SNL, and it's just that clip. That's every <laughs> weekend gentlemen. now. Yeah, the weekend. <laughs> every Friday afternoon. People gotta stop liking shit like that, man. It's like <laughs> it gets like hundred thousand likes. Someone's like, I'm gonna do this fucking every week until people just don't care. I think it's Jeff Grubb, so you know that's his sense of humor. I think that's where I see that. I Ladies believe gentlemen, in yeah. the weekend. I'm I'm excited about his uh, hot mess, uh, summer hot mess. He's his already got the new gra- new graphic for. He's like, this is just 2020 part two. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's getting pushed back. <laughs> the 2020 remaster, 2021, the 2020 remaster still yeah. gets me. I'm like, we're still in this hell. Uh, it just has a shiny coat of paint and runs at 60 frames per second now. I expect everything to get pushed back. So, yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Hey, I'm playing a lot of GameCube, so <laughs> I'm taking the time. That's just my bullshit, though. Ah, uh, do y'all want to jump straight into it? Sure. Yeah. Final Fantasy 14, noted expert of Final Fantasy 14, and has beat the game uh, 13 times with multiple characters. 13 plus one. That's it. Yep. Here uh, we go. Cesar, what do you know about Patch 6.0 expansion that's due this fall? VSR Romano at Gamatsu. Uh, There's two big they, takeaways, I guess. I think the biggest thing is this, this is supposed to end it all, right? Uh, I think this is supposed to complete the story, if I remember I, when I was reading, uh, reading online about it. Well, uh, after Endwalker, you have to have Peace Walker, so. There we go. Also, <laughs> I was also uh, I would also accept the former payment of Star Wars related jokes with Endwalker as well, so. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> But nobody, uh, nobody jumped. You could have had Skywalker. <laughs> oh shit. Oh god, I was like, what is who, who's doing these titles over here, man? But you know, Yoshi P, you got Yoshi P, and we trust. So they seem almost generic, like especially the War, World of Warcraft ones. When I see it, it's like, okay, what, 
what algorithm shat this out and <laughs> you attach something to it. Yeah, so this is all from uh, Gimatsu from uh, Sal Romano. And this, um, I mean, basically all they said is that, you know, Final Fantasy uh, 14 would be coming to PlayStation 5. Uh, this uh, expansion is also going to be on PS4, PC, and Mac. Uh, they noted that in April 13th, they're going to do a beta for uh, Final Fantasy 14 on PlayStation 5. Um, also, that goes along with the re- release for 5.5, which is, I guess, their halfway point before the big expansion this fall. Uh, they did note that it was going to uh, support 4K uh, graphics, uh, y- utilize a hard drive for faster speed times. Um also, I think it says something with the haptic feedback, correct? If I'm not mistaken. Is it in there? I don't see that in the article. It wouldn't getting, surprise me though that it was. Yeah, I think I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of. I'm getting my announcements that we're going to talk about later. I think getting mixed <laughs> up. So I know that one. Is, uh, I yeah, I know that one. That one I know that one's using activity play cards on that one too. I don't think they are doing activity <laughs> cards on this one. I think this one was also. Uh, I think this one's the big deal was going to be the graphics increase as well as just the the faster speeds. I know they did like a little trailer to kind of break down all the the bonuses and plus you get on there. So the open beta will be in April. Um, didn't say it was going to be a free trial with it. I think if you are already a um, into the game environment, then you are you can participate in the beta. Uh, sometimes I'll do betas that have to get people new players in there, so they don't think it could be a free beta at some point. They just didn't clarify yet. That's when I so, tried the PS4 when I think it was. So outside of that, the Endwalker story, I guess it's uh, they're doing <laughs> uh, the whole final end. So this is like the end of the Hadelian and Zodorak sagas. Uh, so this is the finale to the 10 years. So this is going to finish that major story arc that they started with the very first one from Rome Reborn, uh, and kind of, uh, tie everything off. Whether or not that means Final Fantasy 14 is done, I doubt it because they still do regular updates for 11, but they just seem to be quest yeah. updates ever so often. I don't think they haven't done a major expansion since 14 came out, but, um, that's wild to me. What do you think that player counts like on 11? Uh, it's not that high, but I think uh, that's why they were moving it to mobile uh, devices. Remember, they were trying to do that conversion at some point. I don't know if that's taken off or not. Uh, I guess so that way people want to go, they can play 11. But mm-hmm. some people still do it because they keep the servers up. Excuse me. The only thing they killed out was uh, what the PS2 version. So, and uh, I don't know. Are the 360 servers still running? But say the 360 one still live? I don't know. I got a copy of that when they pinned it out when I was in retail like 15 years ago. I bought one of those as well. That would be surprising if it was still up. Uh, I feel like it's PC only. It's, I'm thinking, and I remember when I, I was trying to get in there because uh, and try to play it recently. It was such a pain because it was separate, uh, separate from their play. It was you had to go through the old play online and get in there, which was still Ooh. up for some reason. They didn't convert it over to the same system they have for Final Fantasy 14, so you had to do a separate log. And I think I got stuck somewhere because I said I had an account for play online already. I remember you talking. I remember you talking about this, and I was like, I can never figure out my password, and like it, you had to go through support. It was such bullshit because I uh, went to support and they're like, you, uh, you uh, capitalized uh, a certain letter in in your email address. That's why you weren't getting emails. I was like, you fucking serious? Case sensitive? They're like, yeah, that's what happened. I was like, that's why I didn't see you when you tried to change the password. I said, like, oh my god, I said that for two weeks and case sensitive all. email address? Uh, yeah, I was like, it, there's only one fucking me. It doesn't matter what the case sensitive or not. Just it sends shit to that one Jesus. address. So I'm like, I have to log in and it's fucking case sensitive when I create the user ID when it's with my fucking email. Hey, but, Facebook tipped them off. They were like, this guy's gonna reach out to you. And we know that he last used Play Online when he was looking at the Final Fantasy IX strategy guide. So you need to fuck with him and, tell, and make up some bullshit about his uh, email address. Since, uh, somehow I can't have a Facebook page, but everybody else he's and not a real can have one, so whatever. He's not a real person. <laughs> Zuckerberg <laughs> denied your existence. Yeah, I'm not a real person. Existence. I was trying to cause mischief, apparently. 
the robot, the robot shuts you down. He's yeah. not even human himself. Who's he to decide? I love that. It's like, in, we, it's like in your idea would not be reversed. Remember that? I think that's what they told me. And it will not be reversed. There's something you can do. I was like, I'm not a real person. There's no way you can prove it. I was like, all right, cool. It was finite. I was checking with you. Like, where are we, you know, where are we at? Yeah. I, I don't have any correspondence with this. They're sending you everything. Like, you're like, my bad. They shut me down. I'm like, what do you mean? Shut you down. You sent somebody, me a screenshot. Like, somebody's sitting there like, hmm, nice try robot. As I yeah. send them the fucking driver's license with my name on there. I'm like, all right, cool. My picture. They jumped through every hoop that they asked him so we could add our page. Damn, this AI is smart, man. He's got a driver's license. I ain't (laughs) buying it. He came up with this time. He came up with a legit driver's license. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're getting better. Being his ass. Skynet. Yep. You picked out all the Sarah Connors and the uh, CAPTCHA. It was the whole fucking picture. Yeah. (laughs) Holy crap. We dodged a bullet, though. I'm I'm glad we're not on there. That uh, That was an attempt to try to grow our fan base in it. I would rather not have that fan base. Oh, yeah, because they need to go in a direction. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. I don't care. So So we're now on Parlor. You can find us at uh, No Podcast. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Richard, I have some bad news. I don't know if you've heard. Oh, no. It's okay. Mm. They're not hosted with Amazon Web Services anymore. The one thing that ADS won't support. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Enough political jokes. (laughs) We're going to skate around. Zuckerberg robots and uh, pizza parlors and oh. <laughs> at parlor. That Zuckerberg looks like data from Star Trek. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite ones are those Senate hearings <laughs> where people capture captured it and they were like, uh, captured it. And they said, uh, remember to drink water. Humans have to drink water. <laughs> you see him taking a sip. <laughs> oh, God, he's too easy. Follow the li- algorithm. Uh, water. You gotta drink the water every five seconds. It's drink of water. They'll never suspect anything if you just keep drinking water. You must hydrate. <laughs> All living life forms. I had a I had a coworker in my job. Um, used to work in my department. We used to. I'd never see that man eat, and uh, he would. We only see him drink water and coffee. And I say, man, he's a machine. He only ran on water and coffee. Dude would never eat. He's always up there just getting water. Damn. Yeah. Was he thin? No. It was like. Hmm. Yeah, sure, he ate. I just thought it was funny because it's like he was always drinking water. Some people have phobias of like eating in front of other people, like they won't do it. Whether they eat like monsters or not, it's just a thing, you know. I, don't, I have no shame. I don't care anymore. I'm that might have been a part of his fasting. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Uh, new jobs, level cap, expansive new areas, a new tribe. New threats, including anime. I read that as including anime. <laughs> new <laughs> threats, including anime. <laughs> Anima, which was a uh, Seymour summon, right? Is that same thing in the straight jacket coming out of there? Uh, yeah, the give it to that guy, and you also got the higher level cap, level ninety. <laughs> I'm still going back to new threats, including anime. So that's our stay away from Final Fantasy 14. You can't go in there. They're gonna get you. Maybe that's what got you to start with. Well, the, this game, I oh, mean, oh god, the anime, the anime got you. I don't want to, de- I don't want to derail too much, but uh, I do want to. Tell um, Brent to watch uh, an anime called uh, Mushuko, uh, Mushuko Tensei. Uh, I, I pissed myself off because I was like, uh, I started watching it, and I think uh, you, you saw how rising the shield hero was, where it kind of just pulled you in each episode. Oh, yeah, I, I, that's how this one was. This was another uh, Isek, uh, Isekai one, but this one was different. He was like, um, I don't want to derail too much, but he was 34 years old. He dies, and he gets reborn as a baby in another world. He has to start from scratch. Oh, but he still has his personality, and he, his personality sucks because all he did was uh stay in his New room game for ten plus. years. 
and just played uh, virtual uh, visual novels and jacked it to uh, underage porn. Um, oh. So the the show is uh is is weird. So he he comes back, he gets reborn, and he thought he was in Europe because he's like everybody looks uh very uh European. I don't want to go into details about it. And then he comes to realize like he figures out it's another world. Um, but he's like he's a baby. He's like he he doesn't find out until his baby until he tried to grab uh, his mom's uh you know what and he saw his hands and he's like what the hell. <laughs> so after that he realized it. It goes up and he's growing. I think he's up to age seven. So you start from when he's a baby and it falls him up to age seventy four. That's how the books go. Uh, these are based off the light novels. And so he dies in the real world at 34, and he goes up to 74. I think I'm up to the point where he's aged 12. Uh, I'm not sure for how the anime's going to go, because I fucking got pulled in, and I got to episode 5, and that was it. And I was like, I didn't realize what was still going on. And then I started buying the light novels, and, and the light novels are a lot more detailed. And I was like, Rrr. when I found out about him in the very beginning. A pervert so, reborn. Basically, yeah, but he's, he's a lot better now. He doesn't do that stuff. He realized he can use magic, and he's like, oh, you know, he was like, I play video games all the time, and he's like, I always thought if I got a chance to do this, and I'm not going to waste it. And so he, he kind of like, he's re- he taught himself how to read at age two, and he's like, he just remembers all that stuff from his pre- the previous life. And he learns how to use magic, and he's still a pervert, because uh, I think they got him a uh, uh, an apprentice. That happened, Roxy happens to be a girl, and he keeps stealing her panties, and he keeps putting panties over his head and stealing them. He's like uh. two years old. Then there's that. <laughs> What's the name of that one? If somebody wants to watch this, uh, Mushoko uh, Mushoko Tensei. Tensei. Mushoku. Yeah. Um, what is Tensei? That's in a lot of games. Uh, reincarnation. Ah. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so Mushoko uh, Mushoku Tensei. Uh, but it is pretty fucking good. I got pulled in there. He's a lot better now. He's not that uh, douchebag. Yeah, he, uh, he was making fun of his dad. He calls his dad Paul. He's like Paul, stop fucking. He's like he, he's like you're screwing me, Paul. Because I think he finds out that Paul ends up. Um, the, that's something you can't bring. Uh, you cannot watch that show with, with your son in that room because, like, he's like. I didn't think so. <laughs> there, there was times where well, uh, part of this sounded child appropriate up to this point. Well, they, please they, tell me what's going to rule this out now. They kind of glanced over the whole part of him being thirty-four and like that. They, that was in the books. They went into more details. They didn't go into that in the anime at all. I didn't realize until I read the books, and I was like, oh god, he was an even worse person in the books. They kind of just glanced over it in the anime. He was just they just put censored porn on there when they they beat him up, but um. Cause like his uh his dad he calls him Paul and he, he ends up uh throughout the whole show he's like banging his mom the whole time they're like moaning through the walls and he's sitting there trying to read uh uh like these magic books and learn and he just looks up and he's like I hope for a sister and then he just starts going back to reading and he just accepts that's what his life is and so he finds out later on that Paul slept with his uh, mom and got her pregnant and got the maid pregnant at the same time and he's oh, like wonderful. and then they both they both told him and then he just like he's like he's like Paul he's like you idiot and he had to sit there you're gonna ruin everything for me and he had to like sit there and fix it. And so, like, he's and he's like five years old, and they're like, "How does he understand this stuff?" And he's just it's stuff he remembers from his previous life. So, it's it's pretty good. And then he starts learning magic. Wicked. Yeah. And now they're trying to teach him, uh, like his dad's a swordsman. So he, there's like a Norse god style. There's three three different gods. Sounds styles. like his dad's a swordsman. <laughs> yeah. It's bad enough where they uh they sent him off to do an apprenticeship to make money, and the lady that took him, they he wrote a letter and said, "I was only able to slay her in bed." He's like, "I'm just gonna send this letter to my mom." He's like, "I can't do I can't <laughs> deal with this guy." This guy's an idiot. It's like he's like they're reading the letter. Like, why would you tell me this? Why would you put this in the letter? He's like, just tell me what I'm doing. Why? Why is this part has nothing to do with what I'm doing at all? He just had to mention that uh, the lady that's training him, uh, he was only able to slay her in the bed. Apparently. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Next up in news, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> Studio. What a fail, falls victim to ransomware attack. What a segue. Yeah. Hey man, a winner. I just want I just want Brandon to watch it because I made it sound nasty, but it is really fucking good. It's good. Captain okay. stabbing to uh, cyber stabbing. That's just uh, some. I say that stuff and it sounds uh, gruesome and nasty, but it's funny. 
though some of the, well the Paul stuff is funny, but because uh, he's an idiot. But um, characterizations. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's really good, and it's not something I expected from Funimation. So I think this one's a Funimation only one. Just a heads up. It's on uh, Hulu. Is it on Hulu? Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of the Funimation ones they got to they got to yeah. deal with Hulu. Print bookmarked it. Hey man, I, just join me. I'm pissed now. I gotta wait to episode six. I was bad enough I had to buy the books. I'm saying I've, I've read three books. That was like 300 pages each. I'm already 900 pages in. So I'm, I'm finally to the part where I passed the show where he's uh he's uh, about to turn 12. He's about to celebrate because they only celebrate birthdays every five years. So they don't do it every year. So he, they celebrate his fifth birthday. They're about to do his 10th. Uh, he already did his 10th. I think they're about to do his 15th. So bizarro world. It's uh, it's an interesting world. It's like a middle age, like a yeah, like six hundred or something like that. So different type of world. All right, uh, CD Projekt Red was hacked. Noted uh, Witcher three and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven developer. They had to issue a statement uh, two days ago, yesterday. Oh, this is new news. Uh, in a statement, this comes from The Verge and John Porter. In a statement, CD Projekt says it has secured its IT infrastructure and has begun restoring its data from intact backups. It says it has informed the relevant authorities as well as IT forensic specialists. Uh, They were sent a note uh, hacked by attackers who have been able to access its internal network, encrypt some devices, and collect certain data. Uh, They threatened to release source code for – because CD Projekt Red actually posted the letter they were sent. Mm Mm-hmm. And the ransomware attackers threatened to release source code for the Gwent game and Cyberpunk and Witcher 3 and the unreleased version of Witcher 3. Not sure what that consists of. Uh, But the README unlock on the notepad is quite interesting. You have 48 hours to contact us. You have been epically pwned. Your have been epically pwned. Your have been epically pwned. Yes, they even had a little... A little misspelling in there. All your bases oh. are belong to us. Yep. So they did clarify a few things. Uh, to our ex-employees, as of this moment, we don't possess evidence that any of your personal data was accessed. However, we still recommend caution, enable fraud alerts. If you have questions, write to the privacy team, blah, blah, blah. So is there anything else in their statement? They're investigating the incident we will not give into demands nor negotiate with the actor being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of the compromised data so that stuff may get out there and then that'll be the weird stuff that we talk about but don't point you to kind of thing that happens sometimes yeah because this stuff was not secured by illegal means but there's always some interesting uh data preservation data preservation game preservation type stuff is that it for that one? It sucks. Don't be a hacker. Be an ethical hacker. Don't steal people's shit. Uh, we have a game delayed to announce. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time remake. This is the second time it's been delayed? Yes. It is. I'm starting to worry about this project. Are you guys in that same boat? No. Uh, I would no? much rather it be delayed indefinitely. There we go. <laughs> Right on the nose. What messed you up with it? The the look of it? You want them to make sure they get it right well, type thing? I know the, the first um, trailer they dropped for the game, the, the, the scenery and a lot of the assets and stuff looked fine. <laughs> they actually assets. looked fine. But uh, when it got to uh, the actual character models and everything, they all looked really janky. 
I mean, it looked rough. like PS2 era uh, kind of stuff, and it just, I, I don't know, it, it didn't look right. PS2 um, era, but without that sheen of, like, CRT fuzz almost. Yeah. Yeah. I got a good feeling that it is probably got scrapped, and they're starting from scratch. I'm worried. I guess my worry from that was that it is going to be scrap scrap. They're just going to try it and try it and try it, and it's never going to work. No, I think they're going to start from scratch. I think they are going to go at a different angle. I think that's why it's been delayed indefinitely. So It was supposed to come out next month. Oh, they did say indefinitely in their statement, didn't mm-hmm. they? Yes, they We did. understand this update might come as a surprise. We'll continue to keep you posted on the progress of Prince of Persia's Sands of Times remake. In the meantime, we want to thank you for your ongoing support. We should not be surprised. They did this to Skull and Bones, and apparently that's the game is still coming out, and that's been scrapped and restarted from scratch several times. So that's been delayed, what, last four years? Yeah, that was at so. their E3 presentation when there was an E3. Mm-hmm. And they're still making it, so they haven't I, gotten rid of it yet. I didn't put it in news because, I mean, it's kind of a non-story story, but apparently they're already uh, planning out E3 for this year and saying it's they are planning to have a uh, presentation. But, of course, it's going to look different than it has in years past. But yeah. it seems like they are planning to do an E3 this year. They said, well, they said as long as they have backing from... Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and the they major said, think, players. They said it had to be six figures backing, too. So I'm not going to hold my breath because I, I don't know who's going to... Maybe Microsoft will do it. But at this point, they might do their own thing. So I, I think... That's the only point, people I can... I think that would actually come and pay that. So, But they're, this, they were already not paying it, right? Weren't yeah. they doing their own thing at that Microsoft theater? Yeah, because um, yeah, we didn't... Did we have it? I can't even remember. We had E3 was that weird uh, summer of... Uh, Summerfest or whatever that shit was, they spread it out. But that was mostly in conjunction with IGN and Geoff. Yep. I don't know if you would consider would we consider that an E3? Geoff. <laughs> it, it was of sorts. It's not the traditional one. Geoff. Geoff. Let me call him just let me call him Geoff. I mean, at, at this point, I mean, Nintendo kind of figured this out long ago. But after last year, it seems like everybody else has gotten on this bandwagon of we can throw our own presentations. It, right. it doesn't take a whole lot of production to make uh, a, a sizzle reel showing off what we're going to do this year and then right. have somebody in front of a, a green screen just kind of explain things here and there or, you know, have the developers sit down in front of a camera and I- explain what they're doing with, you know, um, and their timetables for the game, you know, things like that. And it's, you don't have to, spend as much time you know travel no expenses you don't have to i mean the only thing you're really missing out on is having a showroom floor and having demos and everything out there for people to to have hands on but i mean nintendo again they're one of those companies where they come out and they do a direct or they'll do a a little mini direct something a showcase and it seems like they'll even, I won't say half, but there'll be a, a handful of the games that they announced to be like, well, it's announced today or, you know what? And if you, if you, if you're interested, there's a demo ready today, you know, yeah. you can just go and download it immediately. So I was hoping for more of that last year, but I think they'll really lean into that this year. Like you were saying, uh, steam's oh, been yeah. doing it, you know, steam does those festivals where they'll have like 150 game demos that you can try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most of those were seem to be indie based, right? A lot of them were. Uh, yeah. Xbox has done it a couple times. I think they did it for like Destroy All Humans and 
there's a couple like uh you know pretty good time demo things that they'll do to drum up interest uh, yeah i can see them do like a streaming app or something like that the problem with doing a download is you can data mine you yeah. can sit yeah. there and you can break on and what's in that game uh, but this this leads towards what Cesar was talking about last week with Stadia. Like Stadia could market this technology for those for those demos like that. Like I played that uh, Phoenix Immortals Rising. I played that Stadia demo and it was flawless, you know. And I just booted right up to it and and played through that whole demo. Uh, we wish luck to the Prince of Persia Sands of Time team. Uh, also, another thing I noticed since it was con- going to come out January twenty first. Uh, we don't have to do the whole like PS4 or PS5 upgrade copy. Like I'm pretty sure now it'll be like a native PS5 disc that comes out, so we don't have to we don't have to play that game. Uh, speaking of upgrading your PS4 game to a PS5 game, I'm gonna step skip ahead in the stories. Uh, we had one delayed. We've got a couple announcements for Next Generation Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Yeah, <laughs> Brent Hell Game yeah. of the Year from last year. Go back mm-hmm. and listen to our Game of the Year podcast. Brant raves about this game. It was like two oh, hours. Yeah, we could not so get great. him to shut up about it's about time. <laughs> he put he played it almost live on stream once. He did mm-hmm. yep. on his PS5. He's already played the PS5 version. Yep. Y'all y'all saw me right there at the end, just going, man, I'm just, I'm I'm right here at the end. Come on, I just want to get this over with. He was such a big fan. They sent him the PS5 build. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "This man has played the most Crash Bandicoot four. Out of anybody on PlayStation Network, and we can't log into PlayStation Network to confirm it, so we're going to send him a PS5 copy. <laughs> oh my god, no. Uh, so Crash Bandicoot 4, this comes from uh, Saurmano Gamatsu. Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time coming to PS5, Xbox Series consoles, and Switch on March 12th, PC later in 2021. And the big news, of course, is that that is a free upgrade for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One owners. Uh, it's going to cost $60 on PS5 and Xbox Series consoles and 40 for Switch and PC. That's interesting. I missed that the first time. Uh, enhancements include native 4K resolution 60 frames on PS5 and Series and upscale to 4K on Series S, as well as feature quick, quicker load times and 3D audio. That's what that game really needs is damn quicker load times. Did it? I was leaning in. I was like, oh, my headphones are ready, Brian. Right. That's all I need. You can get that uh, that three directional. Whoa! Oh, oh wow! Wow! <laughs> when he dies and the shoes go flying, yeah. up, hear the shoes go by in your head. Busted controllers left and right. Uh, PS5 version. This is what Cesar mentioned earlier. Will also utilize the DualSense controllers, wireless wireless triggers to feel the force <laughs> of Neocortex's DNA changing blaster or experience the grip as they grapple with Tana's hookshot. Additionally, PS5 activity card feature will give players a breakdown of their progress uh, so we can track Brant throughout each of the game's dimensions, providing guidance to Brant and to achieve objectives and more. Good thing you got that PlayStation Plus server so they can tell you what to do in that game, Brant. Well done. I know, right? You can log into it again. <laughs> uh, Activision also teased more Crash Bandicoot news to come, mentioning fans should be on the lookout for tons of future... Furtastic. I totally fucked that up. Oh Oh, god, I thought it was futuristic. Furtastic festivities. It's okay, man. We can't. We can. We. We. It's hard for us to remember remastered. Also, holy shit. And for and fur K. Activision Blizzard aimed to engage Crash Bandicoot fans throughout the year. Uh, Fans can expect more information on the PC edition at a later date, along with other fun happenings in celebration of the franchise's 25th anniversary. What do you think they will do for the franchise's 25th anniversary? Uh, I can't think of anything make besides game. make what? Make a new game. They just did that. Uh, Crash 5 
and then they'll have to like piss off the people in Japan somehow. Like yeah, they yeah. screwed Japan on this one too. Remember, everybody gets the free copies of Japan. Crash Five. Uh, it's way past time, but it's a baseball game. So the only one they haven't remastered yet is uh, Crash Bash, right? Is that the one we're waiting yeah. on? Or that Wrath of Cortex, the True Four. I mean, yeah. the the best, the, not the best news, but the only sucking news is I saw. <laughs> I remember somebody put a somebody put a tweet on there and they're like, yeah, they uh, they did a big uh, fuck you to Japan. Was that whole uh, users who purchases versions will be able to upgrade to the next generation counterpart at no additional cost except in Japan. Save data can also be carried over. How is that a thing? How did they get screwed? <laughs> oh, everybody gets to upgrade but Japan. <laughs> it's funny though. <laughs> That's weird. So they I guess might be who publishes in Japan? Was it Activision or did they have a partner? Watch it be that weird thing like Square Enix or something. Or it Spike, might be on PlayStation Spike Plus. Off, something like yeah. that. Spike jumps off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up now. Crash forward. It's Squaresoft. Squaresoft signed the publishing rights like 25 years ago. And it can never <laughs> come out. It can't come out on any PlayStation system. Or it only has to come out on a portable. All right, Brent, uh, Cesar's looking that up. Uh, Gamatsu story, the next bit of news. Akira Yamaoka teases new project to be announced by Summer. Uh, he is, of course, the composer of the Silent Hill series, and he just did, uh, yeah, there it is. He just did yeah, the he medium. Just did the medium. For the Xbox Series consoles and Bloober team. Uh, there's been an update. Uh, whoever posted this, Al, Al Hub. Oh, I think I say Al Bundy. I was like, what? <laughs> Al Jazeera. <laughs> Another news outlet. Oh, Al, no. Al Hub Why? The interview by request of an unspecified party. I wonder who that is. Uh, he said, we were asked to remove the clip and it has been removed. We apologize. Stay tuned for the next interviews. Uh, the next update on the 8th said, Konami did not ask Al Hub to take down the interview. A Konami spokesperson said, uh, thanks, Push Square. <laughs> the next sour mono bit. <laughs> so some bang up reporting by Push Square on that one. So stay tuned for a new project. Uh, apparently it's going to be at the Grub Game Fest. Game Mess, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Jeff Grub Game Mess. Did you also see they updated Astro's Playroom and apparently some of the tricks that he was using on that, you can't you can't use them anymore, like some of the walls and stuff to get Astro to move faster. So then it ended up being this whole discussion on Twitter about the leaderboards, like they should be frozen in time and like nobody should be able to go up or down on them now that that's gone through. All right, someone's going to have to tell us about Nintendo's latest Switch Online, SNES, and NES titles. Uh, we should go to our Animal Crossing correspondent since he doesn't do that shit anymore. Yeah! So this one comes from The Verge. Uh, Sam Byford uh, goes over these deep cuts that Nintendo is giving us um, for February here um, for the uh, Nintendo Online services. So these are the... Uh, SNES and NES games that they kind of just periodically give us now. Um, these are just some, like like they said, deep cuts. These are kind of very obscure games. Um, so for the NES, they're they're adding one title um, called Fire and Ice, um, which it's kind of like uh, looks like a, just kind of like a puzzler, like a it's almost like a platform puzzler is what it looks like. You're like a little wizard and, and you uh, from the video it showed you control 
you can make ice blocks and things like that, and you're trying to put out these little uh, fires on the screen. So you have to move around the little platform area and strategically place your ice, push your ice blocks and stuff like that to put out the fire and pass your levels. Um, then for... That actually looked pretty good in that snippet. It actually did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for SNES, we get... All right, let's let's talk about something right here. Okay. Does anyone ever say SNES on this podcast? SNES? I hate that. I can't no. stand it. I never say SNES. I always say no. SNES. Or I'll say Super NES sometimes, but Super that's a NES? stretch. That's yeah. a stretch because I don't call it the NES. Yeah. Let's go play some NES games. What's no. what's new on that NES online? Does anyone the do that? NES, no. Uh, I'm God, assuming probably personal preference uh and you know how that is some people like to talk about that it is what it is i just choose to ignore people mess i do too <laughs> so, i was just wondering what y'all's preference was i i just always call it a super nintendo i don't think i abbreviate uh very rarely i say snes it's just too much it's easier for me to say super nintendo rolls off the tongue super True. nintendo yeah yeah it's more work to me to sit there and make a abbreviation of it so was it nintendo for you then are we going to go back to or you call that NES? I think that one I actually called NES. Okay. The extra syllable it really fucked me over. There's a variation. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm not. SNES? No, fuck that. Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. And you had N64. Nobody says GCN. Their official abbreviation they were yeah. pushing. GameCube. All right. Just curious. I didn't mean to derail you. Go ahead, Brent. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You didn't get to the room, the, the, the elephant in the room, which was the Wii U. <laughs> which is still Wii U. All right. Tell us about those SNES games. <laughs> Little Wii, Little Wii, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. That's <laughs> I got a little Wii over there. <laughs> See, it's behind. It's red, it's right there. It's behind all the uh, yeah Blu-ray uh, anime I just randomly got in today. Brand, did you track one of those down? I think you were looking at one point, weren't you? For what? The little Wii. You got a little Wii? No, no, no. Yeah, we <laughs> the S video little Wii. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got the Wii U. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so back to these games. So we're getting uh, uh, <laughs> Doomsday Warrior, which is a uh, like fighting game. Fighting game. Uh, it looks just the layout looks a little different. I mean, it, it'll be it'll be something to try out. Um, when did that come out? Because it reeks of 1992. It reeks of pre Street Fighter. It looks like something that Street Fighter would have just shat all over. Yeah. Um, Psycho Dream. This one looked awesome. To me, looked kind of like a um, side-scrolling action platformer, like akin to a um, I don't know, like a Castlevania or something kind of style. We're not. It's not a Dream of a Psycho. That's what I was going with here. Dream uh, of a Psycho. Yeah. It's actually Dream of the Probe. <laughs> That's what it was released at in the U.S. <laughs> And well, then, I mean, what, oh what, 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 all right, no, I'm mad. Where we get the classics like balls, balls, or Ball. what, what, what's, what's another uh, SNES classic? I'll fucking beat some, I'll beat some balls, man. Uh, <laughs> you just said SNES classic. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing everything wrong just right now. <laughs> what's, a, what's another SNES classic? Uh. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. A Zoop, Zoop's a good one. Why can't I get Zoop? Zoop? Oh. Um. What's another shitty one that I piss people off? Let's keep going. We bought this. We bought this flying game that we were pissed off at. It had mode seven, and we were just like, "This is gonna be amazing." We'd played Turn and Burn, No Fly Zone, and this was like 
Some wings, wings over air or some shit. It was awful. Ooh, sequel to Balls. Should be. Balls two, <laughs> two balls. Oh god. I, I too many co- balls. I got my copy ball somewhere. We can, we can, we can stream that one. I think I got that with my Super Nintendo when I bought it. I got Mario All Stars, and then I had like five dollars left to spend on the credit or whatever I had, and I got this fucking <laughs> Wild Wings game, whatever it was. Oh. Oh no! I gotta find it. Fuck. My bad. Yeah, uh, continue, Brent, before uh, we go off. I'm just pissed because if we're gonna do bullshit games, I was gonna go down the list of just other bullshit games we can have that's outside of what uh, we would actually play. But it's actually open to NES and SNES games since yeah. uh, Nintendo won't give us anything else. <laughs> so the last one on the list is Prehistoric Man, which uh, this one's like a 2D um, platformer kind of deal. It doesn't look bad at all. But these are definitely just some some odd games. I think they're... Oh, that's what it was. Rise of the Robots was another one. Rise of the oh, Robots. Oh, shit. Yes, we need that shitty-ass game. Was that on um, Super Nintendo? All right, here's my game. Wings 2 Aces High. That's the name of it. Oh, God, it sucks so bad. Wings 2 Aces Wings High. Two I'm, aces add, I'm adding high. it to my, uh, I'm adding it to my uh, shopping cart on eBay right now. Hold on, hold on. Wings, Wings 2. What was it? Wings 2 Aces High? Aces High. Make sure you get the it high is, aces. It is in e- it's in my eBay shopping cart right now. Let's see. Let's see how much this thing goes for. You buy it and stream it. Go ahead. It's on your new SNES Classic. I can get it for the 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 little price of uh five ninety nine for my uh, SNES Classic here. On That's what I paid for it in like nineteen ninety six. So it hasn't it hasn't ebbed or flowed. Should I? I can make an offer. Should I go like two ninety nine? Oh no! Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you my copy of. Oh god, Rise of the Robots is another one. Was that a Super Nintendo one? Look that one up. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. that was one I used to play a lot. A lot of it. Rise of the Robots. Here it goes. Shitty ass. It has thirty. It says on the box thirty-two megs of power. It is. It truly (laughs) is, isn't it? I'm looking at one right here that has some. That looks like somebody went for fingerprinting in the at a police station and immediately put their copy of Rise on sale. They're like, nope, (laughs) I've done all the wrong things in life, and it was because of you. Because I look, I see the thumbprint indicator and. On that uh, cartridge right now, I'm looking oh, at. Oh shit! Like it literally comes. It comes. It's the only system with like the. Well, it's one of the early system with the literal eject button, but it looks like they manhandled it out the oh, cartridge yeah. with their hands. Yeah. What was the other one? We're talking about balls. Balls. On Look the- at this. <laughs> this is promising. This is what I saw in the box, and I was like, "This game looks amazing." It's ass. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> this game is trash. All been there, man. I I have a copy of Balls, and then. I have a uh, copy of uh, Rise of the Robots. We all been burned. We've all and been like, there. And at that point, I have to play Rise of the Robots, and then I figured out they came out with Rise of the Robots too. And then, what was that? A Saturn game? I was like, I'll never play that. <laughs> uh, and in all fairness, when I got this shitty game. Also, I had Super Mario All Stars sitting off to the other side, so I know what got played. And Rise of the Robots two was a, was a Sega Saturn game, and it it goes for a complete in box Sega Saturn American version twenty five dollars. Look at that. Get it. I get it to put in your polymega. <laughs> the, the Japanese cover looks way better. It, it, their cover looks weird. It looks like somebody from like a looks like an alien reject from the alien movies is on the cover. A xenomorph. Like, a, like it's like a yeah. Oh, dollar shit. store xenomorph. Somebody's trying to sell a copy of a Japanese copy for one hundred seven dollars, but somebody's over here for twenty seven dollars. What? Somebody smoking something? This yeah, this dude has one hundred seven dollars, and then everybody else is sending around like sixteen bucks. Is it new sealed? It absolutely is not. It says video game used. You're gonna have to play uh, plus twenty dollars shipping to ship it from Japan. Screw that guy. Shit. All right, what's the last one? Prehistoric Man. Yeah, yeah. Prehistoric Man. None of these games you mentioned. None of these I've played. 
I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Brent. Any of them either. I, I'd rather play sucky games that I know they're going to suck. So hopefully these games don't suck. Okay, I, so Psycho Dream looked good. Brant, just one second. Psycho Dream looked good. It. You mentioned like the power ups. It almost seemed like a shoot 'em up. Like uh, you would get additional things as yeah. you continue along the platform, and that's what it looked like to me. That looked intriguing, and I was like, why well, hasn't that been done before? I guess Mario is kind of in that, but it's not the same as like getting all right double missiles and ice beam and all that like really fast together. All right, hold on, guys, I got you. I got you. Oh God, here we go. Here we go. I got you guys. There we go. You, re- I just redeemed your oh, copy no. of these two. Are you buying it? Hell no. I'm, I'm just look at. <laughs> I I have too much shit as it is. Well, I'm going to buy games I'm not going to play as it is. So I'm like, what is that? Wing Commander and something else? Yeah. Does that does that make you buy a copy of Wings too? No. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody shit all over the other game that I might play in that lot. So, <laughs> what happened? All right, all right. So, so let's say we got a lot with, with Wings Two, and they they put every funk, every Final Fantasy in there. Every, I mean, Chrono Trigger, Earthbound. Do you buy that lot? Does it does it deter you from that lot? It's an affordable yes. lot, under hundred dollars. Yes. You buy that lot. Yes. What do you do with that copy of Wings Two? I don't Gosh. buy that. I don't buy that lot. I burn it. <laughs> Sounds like a sequel to the the TV show Wings. I, every time I say Wings too, I was like, was that a sequel to Wings? It's the follow up. This is the Ben's Drown copy of Wings. Is Tony Shalhoub in there? Is he the taxi driver also? <laughs> He's in Wings. <laughs> he is Wings. That's like his breakout, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You just oh, put it in the CD player and play Band on the Run. Did I shit the bed on y'all? No, we're, no, you're good. We're, we can hear you and see. You. I'm not on the OBS feed for some reason. Maybe it's just on my side. I'm looking on you. You're good. All, All right. right. I'm sorry. You can finish this the segment. And That's can... it. I think, <laughs> I think we're done with that bit. No, I, I, I burn my copy of Wings, too. I think that they're running out of games. Because it's pretty obvious they aren't going to do uh, third-party stuff. It's it's pretty hard with all the licensing to get certain games. It would be you don't know what these third like you said you don't know what these third parties going to do with this this with these with this shit maybe they want to sell in their own collection yeah you know what I mean I mean Square just they released uh, that Final Fantasy oh the collection of Saga yeah the collection yep. Saga yeah I, I fucking bought that the day it came out and I was like all right cool let me get in this and I, and I had the original very first one Final Fantasy Legend I, I that was like one of my original Game Boy games I played back in the day and I never fucking understood it because I, I chose my team. <laughs> And you get one human, you get a fucking mutant, you get an albatross, a zombie, or whatever. And so I'm sitting here and I'm killing enemies. And there's like, there's a piece of meat here. Do you want to eat it? I'm sitting here turning everybody in my team to different things. And like, it throws off the whole chemistry of my team. And then I was like, I I think I got past the first floor where I had to get the armor, uh, the armor shield and the sword and put on the statue to open up the tower. And then went into another parallel world. And I'm like, I'm done with this game. And I did the exact same thing, and when I played that on the Switch, I, I got to that point. And I'm like, what am I doing? I was like, I was like, I, I still am fired at the second and third one. So, but that game I, is, I, I am off the feed. I did crash, but you guys keep going. Oh, wow. we're, we're okay. It, listeners will know I'm just not on video. <laughs> you are 100. Oh yeah, you're not on video. On, uh, nope. I can see you. Though. That's weird. Can you see him, Brent? Uh, mm, Skype is yep. working fine. It's the okay. OBS. Uh, for okay. some reason, when you sent that link, it shit the bed. I don't know what happened. Oh my bad! It must have uh oh opened up a third window or something like that. And it killed that. Yeah, it killed it somehow. You we're not affording that uh, wings two copy that we need to see. <laughs> more I'm telling you, man, it's haunting me. It's haunting <laughs> me 25 years later. But that's that's what everybody wants. Is I mean they they're wanting you know the Final Fantasies or Chrono Triggers or stuff like that, and it's 
these these third party companies they they would probably wait and sell them on their own in their own collection rather than let Nintendo license them out on their platform where you know they're only charging 20 bucks a year i mean uh, they probably they probably wouldn't get much to license them out or even if they have them cuz i mean we we yeah. saw Nintendo was fucking rom dumping on the, the yeah. virtual console stuff so i mean they may they may not have them somebody they might be it just all depends so but it would be nice that if Nintendo added um and maybe they will you know since they're kind of running low on on titles here um add something else like Game Boy Game Boy Color or something to the platform you, know, you got a point. At this point, they they should have every, love it. at least every first party Nintendo title on there. At least, yeah. I mean, at least they could do that. I understand those, they can't get you're seeing on there. for those two platforms. Yeah, I mean, they, if they have, you know, they control that IP, they could at least do that. You know, but then again, we saw what happened with Fire Emblem. They didn't put Fire Emblem on the NES one. They decided to sell that separately. So, yep. I guess it just all depends. Like you said, they'll evaluate the IP and depend depend uh, depending. They're going to do what's best for it. So. You know say? All right. Da, 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 da. Shit. Hold on. Six. <laughs> well, it's like you click on the fucking thing in the app, and I'm like, I want you to fucking edit, and I sit there and highlight the area that I just want to look at. That doesn't make any sense to me. Or yeah. Then I have to go down and hit the, the pin down oh. there. You know what? I don't even know why I'm upset, because at some point they're just going to discontinue Google Drive, so whatever. Right. And then it's we're just going to get the plug pulled on it like Stadia did. Or it's we'll going just, to. What we'll have to do at that point is just write it down on paper and then fax it to each other and just go back to old school. <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm like, Brent, Brent, hold up. I sent you a, a cover page and then there's a confirmation page. So just remember, don't. You got to wait for those to go through. You just can't leave with the information. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Sorry for the delay. We got two extra people, it looks like, with us. We had some uh, technical difficulties, which had to be overcome. I should be back. Am I back for you guys? Yeah, uh, you are. You are there. We're back. We're ready. We're ready to do a deep dive in Wings Two. Everybody, welcome to Wings Two. No, fuck this shit. I'm leaving. <laughs> Why was I here? Why, Why I was I here back? to start with? Why did I come back to this? <laughs> I had no clue. This is why I show up. I never had. I never know where the episode's gonna go. You'll, you'll just jump in some other podcast stream and like, hey guys, how's it going? Let me tell you about Wings Two. That, that place I came from. Fuck that place. It's better here. So what are we talking about? <laughs> Wait, Wings Two? They made a sequel to the sitcom. You mean the one that's uh? You mean, yeah, the one uh, for the TV show, Wings? Hi, Tony Shalhoub. I didn't know it was going to end up with you. Damn, I guess the only dude I remember from that show. I know there's there was another dude in there. There was another major actor, yeah. yeah. There was uh, he's he's relatively famous too. That was in it. All right, we're getting we're we're, we're developing into a Wings uh, fandom. We can't do this to our uh, <laughs> our two viewers. Welcome to the Wings podcast. Wings yeah. podcast. Like a better version of Taxi. I don't know. Taxi was good too, but. They just took that format. We're like, we're just going to do it with planes. Let's go. Same same premise. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to games played. Let's go. Uh, play a little Sea of Thieves. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no you know, th- I didn't some give a word, man. I, <clears throat> I just had the water going down. You know, like, that almost went all across everything. I had to catch you off guard. I was like, this has been my of these i'm sure people are tired of hearing about this shit <laughs> uh no but I, I played some more halo same shit um 
Still the same rounds. <laughs> bridge crew. <laughs> I actually was given bridge crew by, by Russell for Christmas. So Have you played it yet? Got it updated. We're supposed to play it. We're supposed to play it soon. I'm actually wanting to try it out. So Hey, hey man. Hopefully it'll be soon. But I, I guess it'll be two randos unless y'all want to grab it. And it could be the four of us playing. Y'all have it? I have it, but I'd rather be playing uh, like Hatsune Miku or uh, some other random bullshit. Or I'll jump on, uh, you, know, you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll go ahead and jump on my copy of Battleborn. I'll open that up, and then I'll just wait. I'll wait in the lobby. Brant, do you uh, have uh, Do you have Star Trek Bridge Crew? I, I don't. But, right. uh, Leave it that way. I was about nope. to say. We could, I could definitely try because I've seen it looks, it looks pretty decent with a couple people. All the hands and crazy yeah. shit, like what we could get into, I think it'd be a good time. It would be I, fun with the four of us. I think I uh, at some point Ubisoft usually has that thing on sale for like the complete edition for like ten bucks. If you keep an eye out, I think that's when I got mine. I don't think I have a physical copy. I just it was like ten dollars. Like, yeah, it's ten dollars. I bought worse yeah. things for ten dollars. I mean, I bought Battleborn for about ten dollars. So, and that's just nothing now. So, so nothing much on the Halo front. Um, same shit. Like I was saying, uh, not much more in Metroid Prime. I almost quit the game. I, it almost broke me. Uh, I talked last week about having to get from place to place with the save points, like, and there's some cheap stuff, like the turrets will knock you off into the fire and fuck you up. So there was a point I was trying to get to, we're all familiar with the morph ball in Metroid, you try, you lay a bomb to bounce the morph ball up. So there's a place I'm trying to get to, and there's these blocks that I thought were indestructible. So I, I drop a bomb on one of the, oh yeah, you see where this is going. I know where it's going. So I dropped the bomb to try to jump up, and it, I didn't make it. So I hit another one, and it drops me down into the lava, which I should have fucking planned this out beforehand. So I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And it's just like, it's just taking my health down nonstop. And so I'm trying to bomb back up to get up back on the platform, and the block regenerates. And I'm back mm-hmm. just hitting my head. And I was like, nope. I quit for the that's, night. I that's had, Metroid. Oh, my God. I Welcome lost, to Metroid. I lost maybe... 35 45 minutes of progress and all i had gotten was like a missile upgrade or maybe two so it wasn't drastic but i had kind of sat down uh and the time before that i guess that's since last podcast too i had sat down with the guide like okay i beat i beat these bosses so far but i only had two energy tanks i had the one you start with and then like the first one that they kind of give you in a space that you roll out and get so i was like all right i'm gonna go for a hunt and i actually picked up Two more. I kind of looked at the guide and made sure I had the right equipment and, and got those from some areas I've already been to. But uh, the game stays amazing. I uh, just got a copy of Metroid Prime 2 in. I didn't have that for GameCube for some reason. I also didn't have Pikmin 2, which has gotten super expensive somehow. So um, that one's on its way too. But uh, that game's incredible, man. I've been playing a lot more GameCube. Uh, what are the kids playing? Is there a kids update? They played Shrek 2. Did I talk about that last week? Yeah. They begin that journey. I think you were talking yep. about it and how yep. differently that plays and all the voice actors sound. Oh, yeah. Voice actors are like awesome. Them. Yeah. So they're playing some of that still. Uh, I'm trying to teach them to save their progress. They're not used to that in games. So just like I was talking about the saves in Metroid Prime, like, no, you have to actually hit start and go to save game. And we've learned how to read the difference between load game and save game because we've gotten lost in those menus before where we just go back and forth. And we don't want to we don't want to save over ourselves, so we had a lesson about that. Let it be on Trek Two and not on something crazy. And then um, my Metro Prime One. What else were they playing? Yeah, that's that's coming <laughs> when I when they erase my Metro Prime save. Oh, would uh, you finish it? Would you finish it though? No, that'd be it. That'd be it. For me. <laughs> 
Nope. It will be the next the next time I attempt it in five years. I'll be trying it again. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. I don't want to derail us too much, but is it because of how the age of that game? I mean, at that point, like one little thing derails you and it's over. Like just because how old that game is and how we've been kind of spoiled recently in the last couple generations. It's not so much that is it is like the discovery of rolling of like just the exploration and how it unfolds. I don't want to. It's fresh on my mind. I don't want to do those bits again. It won't have it, the same impact on me. Is it pacing or is it just uh, your exposure? Yeah, the, pa- the pacing's impeccable. And then the exploration, like stumbling onto stuff, yeah. I won't have that same sense of discovery. It'll just be going through the motions to try to get back to the same place. I mean, there, there's another game out there heard that you can have that. It's called uh, Hollow Knight, and somebody uh, beat that game. So. It's fucked around and beat it. <laughs> Didn't you compare Control to Metroid Prime a little bit with like the 3D... You know, as it unfolds and having to scan the environment for clues and and lore and things like that. That one, I mean, you you pick up uh, articles uh, throughout the game. There's like a like files or uh, and everything's still fucking classified. So there's sometimes I'm going through a file and there's like redacted information on there, mm. and I'm like I I I don't know what any of this sometimes means. It, it, it leaves it ambiguous to the the player to kind of just figure out sometimes. So it gives you a general idea of like a certain uh, like alter world events like. But it just, it just all depends. I mean, you gotcha. have the over. If you press up, you get the overhead map, kind of like every other like Metroidvania type game. Yeah. Where it gives you certain areas, and it tells like you got to go here, and then over here it's this this research department, this department here, and you know, yeah. it kind of forces you to go, and it shows you like different paths to get there. But but there's no like. Then they have like control points, which are like save states. So I mean, there's some parts in there where they took from Metroidvania from right. that aspect. Um, and you don't really do scans, though. I mean, you can go through the game without having to pick up those documentations. That's just added for the additional lore. I mean, yeah. you do so it just all depends. I mean, it's there's, up to the player. So there's only certain things in this game you do have to scan, like elevators and stuff like that. Uh, as far as what you were talking about to modernize it, I wouldn't change anything about this game. The only things that would modernize it are playing it on newer newer platforms and having the benefits that those provide, like. You know, if I want to stop a session, I have to find a save state or I have or a, a place to save or I have to leave the GameCube running until I can come back in, you know, four or five hours, whatever it is. So just being able to put like a, a switch to sleep or, you know, you would close the lid on a DS or it, it wasn't the SP. You could hit like LR and select or something to put it to sleep and, and close the lid. So um, uh, that's what it would benefit from is those modern touches like that and not having to get to a place to actually stop and save. Well, I mean, the, just, what I mean, like, when you go through the game, you know, that's an older, I mean, that's a retro game. So, like, I'm yeah. saying versus, you know, there's some things that piss you off. Like, if you got to, like, redo, like you said, redo something again, I'm more inclined yeah. to dump that game because I, I'm so used to, like, you know, PS4, PS5, maybe a little bit of PS3 where, uh, like it says, it'll, it'll all to save. I don't have to sit there and do bullshit over yep. and over again. Like, control gets me like that sometimes, too, where I, I saved something previously and I just jumped in that save re- recently. And like all that stuff I did before didn't save because it was yeah. whatever that control point was before then. And I was trying to get to the next one before we started this podcast, and I, I now have to do all that bullshit again because it, you know I didn't get to the control point, which is their, their save state. You but, didn't just put it in rest mode and wait. Uh, well, I fucking died, so I'm gonna have to. Re- oh, that's uh, what it was. Responding down there, so I'm like, it it just it just all depends. I mean, you know, stuff like that makes me less likely to beat that game. Okay, so. and you missed you missed the part where I fell in the lava, right? You were out when when I was telling Brady that story. You missed the actual fuck yeah. this game. I'll quit this game part. So I was rolling. I was uh, trying to backtrack. Actually, I was trying to jump up on a ledge, and you know when you bomb ledges in Metroid uh, to move yourself up, right? Yeah. So I was on this thing. I didn't know it could break. So I ended up dropping down into the lava, 
And then as I was trying to bomb myself back up out of that to get out of it, the block regenerated and I'm just hitting my head against the thing and I died in the lava and I was nowhere near. It'd been like 45 minutes since I saved. And I, I had only gotten a couple of missile tanks. I didn't really uncover anything, so I wasn't out that much. But it was still just like, I just wasted 45 minutes. They're gone. I'll never get that back. <laughs> and it was it was tense, you know, because I, I something had already wounded me. So the lava didn't take me all the way out, but it was enough to just... And then when that, that block respawned right above me as I'm trying to jump up out of the lava. I'm it's just, just you like, screaming, Fuck. no, right? You're like, no, no, no. I Why did. I did. I did yeah. the whole, I did this whole thing. <laughs> My kids were down there. They were like, what's wrong? I was like, I can't explain it. Just, I I just can't explain it right now. You'll, you'll learn one day. That's all you can tell your yeah. children. Like, you'll learn one day if you decide to go along with this. Uh, I'll be more. Yeah. You follow this path. <laughs> you will, you will learn. Uh, the only other thing they played, I sent Cesar a picture of this. Uh, they want to play Super Monkey Ball Deluxe for the Xbox because that's uh, they have the Xbox hooked up right now. It's kind of what they have access to. So they they pick out of that collection. And uh, they were doing some game, and it was like four monkeys racing. So it was the two of them and then two NPCs. And they are not doing well. I'm looking at them. They're in third and fourth. It's some <laughs> mini game where you have to like paddle by hitting the L and R triggers. So the baby, <laughs> the baby actually quits. And leaves. You don't like quit the game or anything. And I, I'm kind of knocking around. I'm doing. I'm filing games or something. I'm. I'm just not even paying attention. And my oldest is still playing. And she's been playing for a minute after the baby leaves. And I go to walk out, and she's in last. I'm like, what did you do to still be in last? And she's been gone for several minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like how did this happen? How did you not pass your sister? She's been out of this room forever, and you're just like steadily working at it. But I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed, like, you're still you just, in fourth. You just look over there, like, huh? Uh-huh. Yep. And the, the third player, uh, Monkey, is, like, in a wall, just off to the side, not doing anything. And the one who's actively playing is in fourth, like, get, just totally giving those triggers hell, trying to catch up with everybody. <laughs> Nowhere close. I was like, good job, good job. You're doing great with it. Uh, she doesn't know it, but she's going to be the beneficiary of the um, Cat Mario game, as they call it, coming up. They've been seeing commercials, so... Uh, they are gung ho for some Cat Mario. Yeah, Anything sending... cat related, but now that it's Cat Mario, that's that's the jam. I mean, you sent me the photos of them playing the uh, the Cat Mario game, waiting for the Bowser DLC. So yep, that's it. They're waiting for the Wii U DLC. They're just gonna get that six ninety nine uh, DLC and pop it in there. I'm waiting for Nintendo to fuck up and put it out there like they did with the uh, um, Banjo Kazooie. And like, oh, 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 who, who did this? Uh, there was something else leaked today that got pulled back. Was it Banjo Kazooie? That was like uh, several months ago. Oh, no, yeah. you're talking about yeah. them as fighters. Oh, man. No, I'm about, uh, no, it was the Banjo-Kazooie games for the retro, uh, virtual console for the Wii U, remember? Yep. They got a, they posted on their website that was coming out, and then they were like, oh, whoa, whoa. It's, like, they, they, it's like that guy in the basement was like, wait, we, we don't have Rare anymore? We don't, we don't own that company anymore? What happened? I already flipped the no, switch. Nobody fucking tells me anything. What? No, whoa. <laughs> it's Milton down there with his stapler. Yeah. Um, we don't we don't have Benjo Kazooie. What, what do you mean? I, I don't have, I'll burn this place down if I don't yeah, have Benjo Kazooie. I'll follow the original plan. I mean, the Wii U still out there. It's still a thing, right? It's still relevant, right? It has <laughs> yeah. a screen. You hold the screen. The screen is the game. <laughs> uh, no, the thing, I, it just came to me. Uh, Star Wars Republic Commando leaked oh, today yeah. Yeah. for Switch. Yeah, we didn't have that in news. From the new, uh, uh, from the new uh, Aspire company, the new uh, Embracer Group. Uh, uh Racer Gearbox, whatever that is. I mean, Brandy I mean, Pitchford Industries. I think they acquired them in Gearbox because of the, the mostly for their publishing of uh, video games, probably, yeah. especially in this region. So, 
Uh, so that was my week. Aggravation in Halo, aggravation in Metroid Prime. My kids got aggravated in Super Mario 3D World and aggravated in the save menu of Shrek 2 for Xbox and unknowingly aggravated and coming in last place on Super Monkey Ball Deluxe, the, the Xbox exclusive. Could be worse. Could be playing Wings 2. <laughs> I might after this. I'm <laughs> We're going to get a request. We've got no listener feedback in months. We're going to get play <laughs> stream wings to you, coward. <laughs> we know you have a retro tank. Stream it. Rise of the robots. <laughs> for Saturn. For, get the $107 version. <laughs> the game is so bad. It, it was a fighter and they were so slow. Why did I buy that? <laughs> so mad. That was uh, oh. someone else. Someone else I was hearing. They made this argument, like, how you get this. A generation is almost defined by a type of game, right? So then you have this race within that generation, and every ha- everybody has their spin on that. So you had you had Capcom's fighter. You had uh, Neo Geo's fighter. You had Rare's version of the fighter. And then it was shooters, and you have this version of the shooter, and it's just kind of like these things across generations. And that, that was always interesting to me. And you had these god-awful fighting games come out I mean, of that one. It's fucking, acc- it's fucking acclaim. What do they have? Be- I mean, before I start my games play, I mean, if I go in here, Google, acclaim. I mean, they published a lot of stuff. Like, did they do the first Turok under uh, Iguana? Didn't they, they publish did. that one? Yep. Yeah. Fighters, they- Super Nintendo. You're going to find some trash. It's going to be 100% trash. I look at it, and I'm going to be... Guaranteed. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at it, and we're just going to keep going, and I'll be like, hey, because all I see is Rise of the Robots. Uh, they, they for some reason, they did. I forgot they did do Mortal Kombat, too. They did that port. They also did NBA Jam. This, I guess, yeah. before Midway. Yeah. This is They might have been before Midway spun off them. Those are the console ports, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They didn't do the they didn't do the arcade ones. I think those were console ports. No, these are all console ports, because it, it's every yeah. version of Mortal Kombat 2, Super Nintendo, Genesis, Game Boy, 32X, Game Gear, PlayStation, Sega Saturn, and Se- uh, Sega Master System. There was they were the, Mortal they were the Aspire of, of arcade games. What was that, Brent? No. I oh, I, I cut somebody off. I guess it was us. No, it was just me. Uh, they also did uh, X-Men Children of the Atom for PlayStation and Sega Saturn. Okay. Yeah. That one's not bad. I own that one. I'm looking at it right now. X-Men Children of the Atom. That one's not bad. There's a diamond in the rough. Uh, also um, thinking about all the casual games that came out kind of in that generation, like everybody started to push, you know, you had your Wii Sports and Sports Champions and Connect Sports. Like, there had to be that same type thing that whoa, they were chasing. Whoa, don't, don't, forget, don't, don't shit on PlayStation Heroes, man. That was the, that was the one. PlayStation Heroes. Yeah. What was that in comparison to that was their ca- move. Just casual. That was, that was their yeah, their move, whatever. What you play was it with Jack? You played Sly Cooper and it wasn't was sports ch- sports champions. That was it. No, that it's was their uh, Wii Sports. That's the one I don't care about. I want the PlayStation, PlayStation Heroes. Heroes. <laughs> oh God, make it Some for the, VR. Make PlayStation Heroes two for VR. You cowards. Yeah, d- fucking do it. Don't 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 make another Jack game. Make a PlayStation Heroes. That's the that's the one I want to play Jack in. All right, whose games played is up next? We've been rambling forever. Uh, simple. Uh, mine is uh, finished up a uh, control like over the weekend. Uh, beat that. Uh, it's a really fucking good game, still, man. I, we got the we got the DLC on the on that version on PS5, right? Have you started any of that? That is what I just started. I started the uh, Alan Wake one. Uh, where you're going through and it's like a whole new floor. So like the way that game works is like you ride an elevator to different sectors, different floors that give you 
I guess that's their way of doing different levels of like a, a Metroid or a Castlevania game where you have different floors and more rooms that kind of spread throughout those floors. That's how they separate them. So yeah, in this one you have like a whole new um, new floor, and it's like a uh, it's like an ethics sector or something like that. It's like a, where you know you go to follow complaints on somebody internally. Uh, what what they call it? Uh, the name escapes me. HR. Not HR. Human not human resources, but it's kind of like a fuck. Is on the tip of my tongue. It's like they, they always have them with the the police movies where they have uh, they always come in like ah oh, we got to run an investigation for internal blah blah blah. It's internal something. Background uh, check. Maybe it's internal affairs. Internal audit. It might be internal affairs where they always have like a you know they have cops investigate cops for yeah. legal stuff. I think it's internal affairs. So like you go into this whole sector where it's, I think it's called internal affairs where you and uh, you get like this message and you see something from like Alan Wake and he's like uh, you get bits and pieces of it where she sees him and he's having this conversation about his experience and she's aware of him. She's like I know his whole thing was like a whole. Uh, Alter World event, AWE is what they call it. And she goes down to this floor, and like this whole sector right now is like an investigation to the whole previous director and all that stuff that was kind of doing shady stuff in the original game. Like if you get the lore in there and the laddered files in there, you kind of see somebody was investigate them for kind of like pushing the limits of what they're doing with these Alter World events, uh, items, and power, uh, objects of power, OP. And so I haven't gotten that far. I'm probably halfway through it. So as I go through, it's like uh, Alan Wake is narrating like he did in his games. Like he's typing in the typewriter. That's it's awesome. Kind of like talking Jesse. Like she, then she goes and follows this way. She's like narrating her story. That's awesome. Jesse. And so like he's like I, I think he just narrated this part where I'm about to fight this villain. So that thing that's why I'm about to go to next. And I was like, all right, I, I see some kind of weird uh, fucking stick thing that's walking around in the vents. And I was like, oh, I guess I have to fight that. I mean, this game, like, this part of the DLC is very different from the original game. The original game is more uh, like a sci-fi one. This one's mixed with, like, the whole environment from Alan Wake where it has, like, that sci-fi horror-esque where I have to deal with the darkness and a lot of stuff from the Alan Wake's in there where you had to flash the lights and kill the the, the, the darker parts. I was, like, blocking doors and areas. And I have to do that, too. I think I like, carry around this this whole uh, light thing to, to kill them and stuff like that. So That's it awesome. uses a lot of elements in there. So I haven't met them yet. You get, you get these like brief visions, like where he's just like rambling to a typewriter, like narrating her story. Um, I think that was the first thing I did DLC wise. I mean, I can't really talk about the end of Control because I don't want to ruin it for everybody, so I'll just leave it at that. Uh, I mean, nothing really changes outside of that. I love that fucking game. Uh, outside of that, I did play um, End of Zoe, uh, which was the final DLC that I was willing to play in Resident Evil Seven, uh, which totally negates the whole fucking bad ending because it's like totally, it's like. The character that's affected in the bad ending, bad ending, this is kind of like her story, but this it takes place after the good ending. So I was like, I don't understand what the bad ending was there for. So is whatever. It, is, it a, is this a canon bit or what? It it, it is tie in. It is canon, um, and I don't want to go too much into the story because I know uh, Brian's going to play it, and I don't want to ruin it for everybody. So I'll go more into the gameplay. So you play uh, like uh, Uncle Baker who sees Zoe again. Uh, she's, I don't. All right, she's trying to save his niece. I'm not going to say what happened to her or why. Because you need to play the game to find out that part. But you play this unknown baker who's not affected whatsoever like the other baker family. And he's trying to get the cure for his niece for something. And so he plays completely different because in this game you don't use, uh, you know, in the original game he plays Ethan. He has a gun. He gets a shotgun, handgun, all that stuff. He uses no guns. Well, unless you replay it again, you unlock it. You unlock a gun later on. He uses no guns in this. He uses his fists. So he's like one of those uh, older gentlemen, like six years old, but super buff, like one of those weird <laughs> Sylvester Stallone type characters that's like, trying to act a movie. So yeah, like he's like he's, he's like 
Yeah, he's like wrestling gators and stuff like that. It's like, you know, he knows he's taking uh, growth hormones because he shouldn't have muscles at that age. But uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, you go through and it's like uh, the triggers are tied to the left triggers tied to the uh, to the left fist and the right triggers tied to the right fist. And it works surprisingly well. It's uh, so you're just going through and you're beating the shit out of uh, these mole creatures or the, their version of the zombies in the game as you just punch them in the face. And then depending on the triggers, if you hit certain ones, you hit left and then right and then right twice and then he'll end up doing like this uh combo and stuff like that and they call it the queensberry combo or something like that so like there's different combos in that game it's not a very long game i think i ended up just doing it easy just to get through it just to see what it was i didn't do the normal like i normally do uh it's probably about an hour hour and a half but it plays it plays very different from the original game it has its own flavor which i liked a lot um interesting. Uh, i wonder if that spawned out of a like a scrapped idea or something Probably, because I didn't go into details about this, and I don't want to ruin it too much. There's a certain aspect uh, in that game. There's a young girl, and, and she's part of the gameplay in this game. I won't say what she is. But a lot of these ideas, and, you, and you know, when I went back and looked into it, the guy who's a game director for this game that kind of did the cinematic direction for this game was one of the first ones. He's not originally Japanese, so he oh. did it for this game. He came from another studio, but he came from the, the same studio who did a monologue that did Fear. So that same girl reminded me of the, Fear, the girl from Fear. And a lot of the stuff she does in there was from Fear. So a lot of the stuff they have from those fear games back in the day, it's kind of in this. And then he went with that horror thing because I guess he went with what he knew. Yeah. But uh, which worked. I'm gonna leave it alone. That game's fucking great. Uh, you just gotta play it when you get a chance. Um, outside of that, this DLC is pretty cool. Like you also get the you'll you'll make uh, like spears, like harpoons, and so you'll you'll crawl you'll cross uh, the swamps and you'll see gators and you gotta harpoon the gators because you can't punch them obviously because um, they'll pull you under. Uh, so I'm going through and I'm just punching uh, the mold, harpooning gators, and then there's uh, the the boss, and I won't say what the boss is in this game because it ruined the story, kind of ruined the beginning, it ruined the story in the main part. It kind of connects to the first main part story that one of the villains from the main game crosses over in this one, so I'll leave it at that. But he fucking looks just like Swamp Thing, like he has that little octopus. He almost looks like Davy Jones from uh, Parts of the Caribbean. He has like the whole octopus thing. Oh, and stuff nice. Like that. He's just walking around. It's like I'm, I'm sitting there beating the shit out of him, and he just pops back up every time. It's like this fucker will not fucking die, man. So at, at some point at the very end of the game, you get one of those, um, you get a prototype weapon from an unknown company. I don't want to ruin it for Brent because I know he's going to eventually play it. But there's a company in there that we all know very well. They make a prototype gauntlet. So he wears it in his left hand. And it kind of changes up the battle aspects on there. Because when you do the final boss battle, you have to hold down the left trigger and it goes charging. And it goes midway charging. And it ends up doing like the superpower uh, echo punch, which is pretty cool. Because I had like five mold, like three or four molded creatures in front of me and I charged it up. And it'll send an echo blast and like kill them all and like throw them back there. It's really OP, and so I had a lot of fun with that. That definitely sounds different than the the main game. It, it is something like it, it is worth it, man. I mean, because if you wanted to do something more the main game, uh, they'll they'll have the band uh, band footage, uh, volume one, volume two, which is kind of like a, it's those VHS tapes. That's that. There's three VHS uh, VHS tapes in that game where it kind of shows stories for different parts on there. Uh, there's one in there, Brant, pay attention to the, the final VHS tape. Uh, it helps you solve the puzzle later on in the game. I didn't realize that until I kept dying many times. Um, outside of that, the, this one kind of like shows family uh, families or people that that family have taken in before because they've been doing this for like the last three years. Um, and I, have you watched uh, um, Demon Slayer, Brant? Mm-mm. All right, so you won't get this reference so I can actually tell this one. I'm like Brent, halfway through it. Yeah, but you remember the the spider family, Rui? Yeah. The kid? That is this this that's the whole story of Resident Evil Seven. That's what's happening. It's the exact same thing. Nice. It's the exact same thing. That I that's I can tell you that that what he was doing in that game and what he was trying to do with those people around him is the exact same thing that's happened in this game. So that now you know how Resident Evil Seven is. folklore legend like uh the Skulltola people from 
Ocarina of Time. That must be some sort of folklore thing. I mean, the motive. That's the motivations. They're not the same. They're not the same type. But that's their motive. That's that one. The main villain's motivations. Let's put it that way. It's the gotcha. exact same thing. They were trying to recreate the exact same thing he was trying to do. So, uh, and I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, the band footage is just kind of like a continuation of the original game. Um, so I wasn't interested in that, but I did. It, uh, I'm glad I did do the end, um, end of Zoe, which was pretty good. And I don't know. If that means she'll. Certain people will show up in the sequel or not. I don't know. We'll see. But it looks canon. Uh. Outside of that, I did pop in Neo um, since I had the, the original games and I got the remaster for free. Um, I did the first one. I got the upgrade. I uh, played it a, a little bit. I, I think I got up to the first boss, which was Derek, uh, the executioner. Uh, I can't believe there's an executioner named Derek, but that's what happened. <laughs> it's um, a very plain name. It's not it, very intimidating. It is, man. It is. Uh, but, you know, somebody's got to have that name. I mean, Derek, the can't shit on the Derek. <laughs> they all can't be Cesar with the Cesar Awards coming up pretty soon. <laughs> the Cesar but, Awards uh, are coming out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I saw that tweet. I was like, yep, I'm going to retweet that shit. It's that time of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure, Uh, uh, Brant, this is a big deal. I know we haven't really talked about this yet, but it's a pretty big fucking deal. Please fill out your ballot. You'll never hear the end of it. Assessor Awards, man. We only only give them out once a year, man. Uh, I love I love reading articles like and so and so won the Cesar for best sound. I'm like, yeah, damn right he did. That shit was fucking popping. All right. <laughs> and there there's always a Cesar of the year, which is what we're always hinging on. So Oh man, yeah. <laughs> we gotta get down there. We voted out that other Cesar that was crazy melon those weird shit to see in so You destroyed him. Mm-hmm. We kicked him out. I was like, No, 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 no. We don't want you in there in our crew. There's the uh, best uh, Cesar of Art and Design. <laughs> There's the best uh, sound editing and visual <laughs> visual so, editing. So, so was last year's winner assessor and best in uh, best art direction. <laughs> Where does it come from? What are they actually for? Uh, it's like it's like it's an award season for movies. It's kind of like the I don't know I, I don't know if it's <laughs> like Fr- I, I think it might be France's version of the Oscars. Kind of like the like the BAFTAs yeah. is for Britain. I think this because this yeah. is a big thing in France. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the Cesar goes too. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I call it the Baptist. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, but it's just awards going to other Cesars. <laughs> it's a convening. It's a convening of multiple Cesars. Oh gosh! So it's like that's like most most of the movie of being John Malkovich. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just a bunch of people in the room, and they're all Cesar, and it's Cesar, 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 yep. oh, Cesar, yeah. Cesar, Cesar. Yeah. They all got the sticker that says, how many yeah. Cesar. Cesar. That, that just reminds me like spies like us. Doctor, 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 doctor. That whole bit. Doctor, doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I fired up Neo, and um, I downloaded the up- upgrade, and I, all I can tell from it is, eh, I, I don't know, man. I, I mixed messages like on that upgrade. Review. Because well, it doesn't really use haptic feedback. I think the only thing you get on the res- resistance for the triggers is when you use a bow and arrow. Nothing else in that game uses that. Uh, there's no haptic feedback in that game whatsoever. I can't confirm this, but I think I've read on another review, and I'm just going to quote, I think it was IGN, and then I need to find that name so I can properly uh, credit that person or if somebody can look it up for me as I talk about this. That would be great. I think in the IGN review, they noticed that uh, the load times wasn't that much faster. I think it was like a second faster. They said Really? It, they said actually, if you install the the base PS4 game on there, it runs just almost as fast as the PS5 one. Huh. So they said there's not really much added to that game. The only thing I can confirm that I tried for myself is that I did the the original, I did the cinematic 4K mode, and that was 60 frames per second, which was pretty smooth. And then I went to the 120 frames per second, which was like butthole. It was like a PS3 game. 
And I didn't notice a fucking difference from the 60 frames per second. Um, that one kind of hiccuped on me a little bit more, believe it or not. So it was pretty smooth. Uh, but I think I was satisfied doing the 4K and get the better graphics at 60 frames per second. I don't think I was missing anything. So, but that 120 frames per second, oh, it looked like a PS3 game. It looked like one of those, uh, like one of those big, you know, it was like those gear. It looked like the O to the, the Gears of War days where like, we're just going to make these character models and put on everything on that generation. Was it Quantum Theory? It looked like they just took the character models from Quantum Theory and put in that game. They're just like walking around and being Damn. bulky. And it, just, it looks so bland. Uh-huh. It, it does. It doesn't have it, but it, it runs great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the 120 frames per second. I just don't know if it runs enough for me to notice the difference. I'm sure somebody yeah. does, but I think I noticed more hiccups on that 120 frames per second than I noticed in the 60 frames. And it wasn't much, but there's like little you know, some weird frame pacing at some point where you kind of glance it on there. But I, I think I can. I think I did the first boss battle in, in the cinematic 4K 60, and I did in 120 for 20 frames per second. And I was confident enough, like okay, I'm just gonna go with the 60 frames per second. Uh, the cinematic one, and then most people don't know Neo was in the in the vein of a uh, Dark Souls times games, and uh, I don't know. This one kind of clicks for me a little bit better than Dark Souls does. So I got the whole aspect where I just focus in on that character and just stand back and dodge all the fucking time and learn their <laughs> learn the basics, and I'm okay. I'm moving through it. So I think what I got is it about like, it? What is it about it that makes that click versus a Dark Souls? Is it the I think it's the same thing because I think I have a different mindset when I went in there. I knew this was going to be a Dark Souls game because I think I originally bought this game for whatever reason. It fell to the wayside. I never played it on the PS4. I bought Neo 2. I think Neo 2 was supposed to be like a prequel in story-wise, if I remember reading somewhere. And I was like, well, let me start Neo 2. That way, maybe I'll enjoy the story better that way. Man, that was a fucking mistake because I think they took the <laughs> aspects like I think these people played Neo 1 and we made the changes in Neo 2. And I was like, I just it never clicked for me. I just went through and I'm like, right. I'm dying all the fucking time like every other Dark Souls. I just you just have to be patient. That's all it is. I think this one when I went into it, it's like I'm just gonna be patient. Uh, I know I'm gonna have to. I can't play this game like I play every other game where I'm just running in the room and just like kill, kill, kill. And you know, all right, move on to the next segment and move on to the next bit. You know, that's not how it works. They just I have to sit there and watch the enemies, watch the movements, use fucking tables and every, other things in the environment to like block hits and get out the way. It's just it's just something you have to have in your head to be very patient with. And for whatever reason, one this one seems to click with me pretty well. Uh, so I don't know. I'll, I'll keep fucking with it and see if maybe i might beat it um we'll see i don't know i didn't get far with it because uh like i said I, that was in between my control and all that i just wanted to play something just to see if it was any different from control and end of uh, uh, zoe um and to the bequest of no one and to the request of none of you guys because i know uh when the last podcast we talked about um you guys were not a, f- a fan of uh, bug snacks uh, i went through and i beat bug snacks beat the oh. game uh it, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I don't know what oh. it was. Uh, I went through the, the spot. The very tutorial sucked ass. It almost scared me away because uh, it was too slow, and the game is kind of out there. Uh, the story is a lot better as you progress. That's what and, I need to get past then. I'm still in that tutorial area. Yeah. But what kept me going was this game was fucking Apescape all over it. Oh, my God. I'm just sitting there setting up traps and different uh, attributes to catch these bug snacks. It was fun. That's the most fun part. As they give me different gadgets, like there is one where you get a launch pad and then you have uh, your original trap and you you open it up and it opens up like this net where you kind of like shows you a capture radius. And I, I had to launch it to get like different bug snacks up in the air and then capture it at the same time. So there's a lot of tricks in that game you have to do to capture the bug snack characters in there. And each one is different. So they have Sounds that aspect. Deeper. They all have that aspect like the, they are similar like Pokemon where they say their names on there like over and over and over or whatever yeah. it's like. Like, bur- like burl snacks or something like that, and that's all they communicate as. 
and they have different attributes on how to capture them. So some of them you can't just walk up and just capture them. Some of them are heavy types. You have to have them to collide with another bug snack. Or you have to collide into something to flip over. And then you get different condiments in this game, since this is a whole like food-based game. So you get ketchup, cheese, chocolate, uh, hot sauce. And the, and only certain bug snacks uh, revolve around certain condiments. So you can use those to kind of trick them to catch them. And there's certain ones that hate that condiment. So like there's yep. times where I have to sit there and get a bug snack with that condiment. And somebody's chasing me down, trying to beat my ass up because I use that condiment <laughs> and hate it. So I'm saying, uh, like, fucking go away. I'm trying to capture this thing. So right. the whole... The most thing that I, the the thing I enjoyed in this game the most was just the whole problem solving and how to capture the, each one. Each one has a different one. Then some of them are straightforward. Some of them you have to look at the environment and like, okay, there's a zip line that goes across, and I have to have them trip over the zip line. Then they'll get out of sync, and then I got to run over there and capture them. There's some that are like uh, banana splits, which are frozen, and if I use my net, I freeze. So they have to find a way to thaw them before I can catch them. So that's the aspect that I enjoyed the most in that game was as you as you get through that game and you open up and, and each one is a different puzzle of how to capture them, and so um, and I, like I said I went through the story the story is not that bad it starts off kind of slow and it's very kind of heartwarming towards the end it does pay off pretty well, uh as you go through the game it's like you, you capture these bug snacks and they'll give you motivations for each each character that you interact with the game gives you a different motivation there's like one trying to be a rancher, uh there's and most of them just want to eat them and as you, they eat them they whatever they eat their body parts will change to that bug snack. So, like, if you eat, like, uh, the fries, like, uh, there's a fry one, I forgot the name was, but... Uh, Frider. Frider, it is Frider. Frider. <laughs> it'll turn uh, turn one of the arms to a fry or turn a leg to a fry. Uh, and they'll give you, like, each uh, village person, village or whatever in that village, that member or that person in the village, they'll give you, like, different aspects. You can do, like, these little side quests where, like, oh, capture this, capture that. And as you go through, I think I'm at the part now where I've already beaten the game. And I was like, I went back into it, and I'm trying to finish it out now. Because there's, uh, they call these legendary uh, bug snacks, which is kind of like their legendary Pokemon. And, like, there's this, at uh, the very beginning of the game, as, as you remember, you get knocked off your uh, your air blimp by a giant mozzarella pizza. That's one of the, the legendary ones. Mm-hmm. And that one is, like, fucking difficult as hell. Like, I have so to, like, that thing go flying over, right? Yeah, there, there's, like, you have to go to, like, a scorching land, uh, lands, and he's flying up above, and you have to, like, I have to set this trap where I have this gun with a rope down here where I, I know he's going to trap into it. i got to use this other bug uh, bug snack who's going to, who shoots wind up into the air, and I have to drop these bombs in there. And it's, like, it's a whole bunch of fucking timing at the same time. And it, it is a fucking pain in the ass, but when you get in, it pays off, it pays off, and it's so fucking rewarding. It's like, man, that was good, that, that was kind of worth it. So... I don't know, man. It just—I think the whole thing just—it plays like Ape Escape so much, like Ape Escape. I've been wanting to play fucking Ape Escape for so long. That's what what did it for me. Um, You're selling me on it. You're—you sounds like you turned it into a puzzle game. That's that's what it is. It is a puzzle game. That whole beginning, that whole tutorial, the that hand hand the hand holding in the very beginning, it kind of almost turned me away. But once you get past that, and I think after the first hour, I think after the first hour, it started everything started to click. So it's like I, I actually started doing like that fucking Pokemon shit where I looked at my book. You get this little book, and I'm like, okay. You get the camera, kind of like a, po- a Pokemon Snap, I, which I'm assuming I never play Snap. You have to take pictures, and they'll give you all their stats and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then they'll tell you, like, all right, this this one only flies at 4 p.m. to 4 p.m. at night, so i got to come back at night, and which is not a big deal because I can jump into a, ble- uh, to a bed and sleep uh, every five-hour intervals and stuff like that. So there's all there's all these little problem-solving aspects in there. It's a very well-done game. It's very deep. It doesn't seem like it when you look at it. It seems like it's a very shallow game. And I'm not saying that. I don't make games, and that's rude for me to say. But it's that impression that I got originally when I jumped in there. Because, you know, I, I saw a lot of, you know, fanfare online talk about how great this game was. And I jumped into right. it at the very beginning, kind of like you guys. And I'm like, I don't know if I see this. Might not it, be for me. It clicks, man. It fucking clicks when you get to the Ape Escape part. That's, I, I, I love it, man. I, at this point, I, I still fired it up. I'm done with the game. I'm still firing it up just to catch different bug snacks here and there. 
So if I got bored, I got an extra 15, 30 minutes, I'm like, I'll fire it up. and like, all right, got to get this fucker. I look at my books. Like, I haven't got him yet. And I'm sitting there like, all right, how do I get him? Like, there's one where I have to use a hot sauce to get him down there. And the problem is they have these little potatoes that jump around. And they, I think they call them poppers or something like that. And they're, they're, attracted, <laughs> they're attracted to the hot sauce. And it scares off the fucking scorpion thing. And I'm sitting there like, fuck, you know, what am I going to do? I, I figure out, like, all right, I got to get rid of these guys first. And I got to figure out how to get rid of them. So, like, you know, it, it turns to this whole thing. And it, it's it's rewarding. It pays off. Uh, I do recommend it. Um, if you want to give it another go, it does take time. And it may even then, it may not click for you. But, I mean, I, I think if you are a fan of Ape Escape, uh, maybe a little bit like Pokemon, uh, the story's good. Like I said, the story's good. I don't go into details about it. It is, it is kind of heartwarming. It seems shallow in the beginning, but it it pays off well. And as you learned about the characters, and each one is represented well and voice act very well. Uh, but it, it, the story's good. It's good. It's a good game. It's a, it's a very good over, uh, overall for a game we got for free, too. I, I can't yeah. complain. So, but yeah, First PS5 plus title. That's it, man. That's everything I played. It's all it's all on your shoulders, Brent. Young Brent, champion Brent. Bring us home, Brant. Bring us home. Hopefully, uh, some more Animal Crossing, Brant. Talk about that fish, Brant. <laughs> uh, well, one of the first things I uh, I booted up just to see, uh, I loaded up uh, Destruction All Stars, actually, ah, and, and played play a little that. bit. Yeah, it's it's definitely over the top, um, which is what it's kind of going for. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. I can see it being one of those games where. Um, some people might get on there and stream it and it's, um, it could be fun with maybe, maybe a team. Uh, I, I've been playing the only mode I, I played a few games of, it was like a kind of a free for all. And so, uh, to me, it reminds me kind of like a, um, like a rocket league, um, rocket league type type game it's but a pretty it's a good one for them to try to mimic uh but it's also got you know the the style of like a uh, almost a driving sim because i mean you can you can drift and things like that um and so you you pick your character each character is unique you know they kind of go with that uh same kind of hero type thing where you pick a character that character has abilities um and i didn't dive too deep into that i just i chose a couple different characters and played around mm-hmm. with it um but it was it's it's different it's unique and it, it's definitely something you can have fun with um like i said the mode i played was uh kind of just a free-for-all so I hopped into my car um you start off the game and it's just three two one go and it shows your character like running like hell and jumping <laughs> off this ledge <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's a free for all trying to get into one of these vehicles, and then you uh, you might have another c- character on top of your vehicle, and you've got a there's a mini game. Did you play bad uh, guy? Bad play- bad guy. Oh yes, did it's actually it's a box. It's, it's a box. I thought it was a bag too. Am I mixing actually, up with uh, mixing up with Foss from Guilty Gear? Is that what it is? I don't know. Maybe. Where's like a you know you know what I'm talking about brown paper bag over yeah there. yeah and it's like. Looks like a fucking uh, what's Slenderman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you uh, if if a, somebody else jumps onto your car or you jump onto somebody's car, it initiates this uh, this quick time event, and it's basically uh, who who can you know perform better at it. So it's just you know press this button or um, toggle 
you're elastic or whatever, and and <laughs> yes. if yeah, don't blink twice. All right, you're back. All right. Robot Brent. I was about to go in. You're like this too. You're like that. Your eyes were like that too. Like you're looking down. Stuff. I just heard me. I was like, what the heck? You, you have up. my you have, you have my uh, syndrome from last week. Damn. But anyway. Good. You're good now. So, uh, so you can shake the person off, or uh, if they do the quick time event better, they have the uh, option to either take over your car or wreck you. Oh. And so everything's based on a point system. If you did it, check yourself first. <laughs> yeah. If if you uh, hit. Uh, another player, if you know, if you hit a car, if you scrape them, if you wreck them, if you know, all all of that is is based, you know, based on your your points that you gather, and that's how you score, you know, up on your leaderboard. Um, so you run around, you're trying to wreck people. You have a like four directional boost and a side directional boost that can help you slam into other cars um, to do more damage. Um, there's three different cars that are on the battlefield. There's like a, a really small, very agile quick car. There's kind of like the mid-sized, uh, car that it handles still pretty like relatively well. It's got a little bit more health than the, the smaller car. And then the third vehicle of course is going to be the big beefy vehicle. It's usually like a big truck or represented as like a huge SUV kind of thing. It moves a little slower, not as agile but uh does a lot of damage uh and then you can collect shards we have the healer what is the third one we have the three tropes (laughs) dps Mm. or is dps tank dps is tank Mm -hmm. but um you can also hop out of the vehicle at any time and run around you can dodge uh you can climb up on on these platforms collect all these little shards and things uh and then you can activate what is the benefit of doing that in a game about racing cars around and running people over? What is the benefit of getting out of the car? Uh, well, either if you're if you are wrecked, you'll have to get out of your car. Uh, it'll immediately eject you, and then you're running around like crazy trying to get in another vehicle or hop on another person's vehicle and steal that. Which again, if you steal their vehicle, you're getting points or wreck them. By okay. that, you get points. Um, you can collect these little shards that are around the stage, and that um, builds up uh, like your special. And also, you have your special um, that's just unique to the character, and then you can also unlock uh, the character car. So once you have built built that up enough, uh, you can just summon the character car. It'll it'll pop up on the map, and it's uh, the car only you can get in and you can enter and mm-hmm. you have it until that car wrecks. Uh, and of course that car is going to be specially themed and have a special ability tied to it as well. So it's like a summon almost. Yeah. Or a limit break. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely an interesting little game. Um, and something, uh, you know, if I have a few minutes here or there, I could see myself jumping into it, playing it a little bit. Um, but like I said, it's probably with the being tied to PlayStation, I could see it being something that, you know, it might be popular for, for streamers or something. Uh, and it's, which is what they're going for, right? That's what you want. That's what you want your, your game to get adopted by. So it's in front of all those eyes. I don't know, you know, as far as, as longevity or something, I was, I was hoping that, 
uh, it would be kind of like maybe like a Rocket League, maybe with Twisted Metal thrown in there, and you know something like that. But I mean, there's there's not really any weapons unless you count the character specific cars, because I mean, some of the cars have like they can spew fire out of the back, or uh, they have like a buzz saw thing on the front. Um, the little box head guy, he throws out like these little um, random little packages and they can like disable vehicles and slow them down, things like that. Um, but I mean, yeah, mainly it's just you're trying to crash into other people mm-hmm. and, and wreck their vehicles, do as much damage as you can. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Is actually it fun. Yeah, it's actually pretty fun. It, I mean, okay. it was enough to, to, to hold me in and, and it was one of those things. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll play a match and see how it goes. And then, you know that wasn't bad i'll play another match and then i'll play another match and by the time i was like oh yeah i've already spent 45 minutes an hour in this game you know so so they're so they're quick enough basically the matches are not long oh yeah they're not like a fucking PUBG with fucking cars yeah and i could i could definitely see that maybe doing some of the um team based (laughs) PUBG. man we would we would get that's the title It'd be forty-five minutes, and we'd be—I'd be shaking at the end of it, win or yeah. lose. I'd, I'd put the controller down if we made it in that final like five or so. I'd be fucking shaking because the nerve, my nerves were just shot. As you get run down by somebody in the car into a tree, and there's nothing yeah. you can do. And then the that one uh, patch that was just nonstop Mad Max in the very final bit. Until they finally nerfed cars, because I yep. remember just everybody cars were overpowered, and everybody just jumped in cars. Were, yep. That was our original. Uh, that was our original All Stars right there. Yeah, those developers left once they nerfed the cars. They were like, fuck this. This this is what we had in mind. We're going to go make our dream. They're like, cars is life. Let's get out of here. I need to try this out. We all need to play this again. Mm-hmm. We all need to play this. We mentioned it again. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely something I could, I could see definitely being fun, um, even more fun with with uh, a group of people. That, is it that can actually work together basically like uh not like randos and apex legends yeah i i looked it up because that was one thing is i I wanted to see if maybe i could uh do a split screen but it's it is one player i think it's up to online 16 player or something like that but yeah it's it's a single player uh i don't know i didn't see anything about system link (laughs) oh (laughs) look on the back of the box the 70 dollar box and then um, let's see. Uh, we uh, I'll go into I'll go into Infamous first. So I'm wearing my Infamous beanie. Uh, I actually talked about last week how I had gone through, gotten the neon powers um, from Fetch, uh, who you meet her. She's like the second conduit you meet and absorb her powers. Uh, and then I had the little power outage and didn't know if my game saved. Uh, but thankfully, uh, <laughs> autosave was kind to me. Yes. Yeah. The, the video game guys uh, graced your your uh, save, your yes. game progress. So everything was still there when I booted up, and I mean, as so I just Did I the continued playing. You? you didn't do it right. Yeah. Rebuilding database. Rebuild database. This is what I wanted. Just randomly shut stuff down. Thanks, PlayStation. I chose this. I pulled yep. the plug on it. Yeah, that's all I do. I don't turn you off. I just pull the plug every time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I was able to start right up, um, continue my story. Um, I met uh, Eugene, which is the third conduit, who's kind of like this um, 
like shut in kind of uh, nerdy type guy. He was, you know, picked on uh, in school and then found out that he had they call them video powers. Uh, and he basically controls and makes these characters that are from like his favorite MMO. And they're like they, they appear as like these angels or these demons, basically. Huh. And I think I think the game is like Hell or Hellfire or Heaven and Hellfire or something like that yeah. was was the game they called in the in the in the thing. So uh, and then you get those video powers, and then uh, I continued playing with the playing through the story and everything. Uh, and the of course the main goal is to get uh, to the head of the DUP the the this you know army like um organization who's who's been hunting down these conduits because uh all of these people that you've met have been escaped uh conduits and she's hunting them hunting them down she uh heads this prison that's specifically for conduits um you finally get to her and you know you find out that you find out her backstory um and the whole, the whole reason for this, because I don't remember if I if I said, um, when she, when you first encounter her at the beginning of the game, her power is based on concrete, and so and she turns people into statues and all that stuff, mm. and so to try and get you to talk, she does that. And it basically juts concrete through like your legs and all this other stuff. And she basically tortures um, all the people in your community and uh. leaves leaves them with these concrete in your legs. So the driving force was to hunt her down, get that concrete power and try and heal everybody in your community. Okay. And so to do that, you've gone through, you've... Um, Forged these alliances with these other escaped conduits. You uh, absorbed their powers and have this final showdown. And you find out that she was ex-military. She was in the uh, original uh, Empire City. And she got first two. Yeah. And got turned into a conduit. And and then, um, you know, the, the. she trekked through the city well where uh, all these civilians were like hunting down conduits and and trying to kill them and then when the army came she thought that they were going to be helpful and restore order but then they were really on the side of the people and they also wanted to hunt conduits down so she proved her worth by basically capturing um, showing that she could capture and bring conduits in and this was her way of protecting them uh, was by putting them into this prison where, you know, yeah. they, they wouldn't be killed. And, but also, yeah, it, I mean, this game took place. I mean, the, her, her side story took place before this game, right? Yeah. If I remember correctly. Cause that kind of explains what her motivation was for the the original game. Right. Mm-hmm. And she kind of sounds like a Magneto type deal. Mm-hmm. But Everybody I mean, she Magneto. was, She's performing like experiments on on the conduits and yeah. basically, you know, teaching them, you know, how to kill and all this. And then she even uh, during the game, you know, while, while these uh, conduits have escaped, she's making them out to be the bad guys. But she's the one that's 
taught them all these skills and how to kill and how to do this and that. It's, it's Stockholm it's Stockholm syndrome, man. Mm-hmm. That's all it was, and, yeah. And she basically, you know, even says, well, you know, without a bad guy, we we don't stay in business. The you know the DUP, this army like uh, division, and so wrong game. so of course with me being the uh infamous playthrough uh bad decision only the the game's gonna end with me uh facing off with her and killing her and so uh, i i I go through i i i finish that point uh go back home uh to finish and help save uh my people um and like I said, I mean, the the decisions that you make overall, it doesn't seem like it has a huge effect. Mm-hmm. It'll change some of the cutscenes with with some interactions in the game. Um, but overall, like, that's a long overall, breath. I was like, man, whoa. like <laughs> deep breath. Brent. I mean, the deep main breath. the main points. Uh Oh, uh oh, am I back? Yeah, you are. You are. Now. It, it just like sounded like you were. It, it just sounded like you're like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. But uh, overall. but overall, I mean, the, the, the main highlights from the game are still going to be there, of course. Yeah. Um, but at the at the very end, so you, you go back home and um, like one of the like the sweet old lady who you've uh, uh, talked with and then kind of brushed off since you're now being a, a dick in this playthrough. Um, she comes to the door and she scolds you she's like i sh- i saw you on the news i saw you kill all those people i saw you do this do that and he's like do you not realize i did all this for you guys like i'm here to save you and without me you you're you're screwed you know you're you're going to die mm-hmm. and she basically casts you out she's like we we don't want your help we don't need you and so he she closes the door in his face and like I guess in this fit of rage it does the uh, that like super move that he does mm-hmm. where he like takes off in the air and comes back down and then it just fades to black and credits start going I'm like oh, oh shit man that was actually <laughs> I was like the ending is so good that's um, harsh for that that uh, that type of playthrough yeah. Um, but I had a, gosh, I had a lot of fun with this game. I mean, this game came out in 2014, uh, and gosh, Sucker Punch makes some good shit. They, they make do. good games. They always they make have. really, really good games. They always have. Uh, and with this being on that PlayStation collection, if you haven't experienced this either playthrough, it's, it it's a good, it's a good one. Yeah. It's a very good one. Um, any PS5 benefits? Probably fast loading. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely loads a little bit faster. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really noticed too much. I mean, I'd have to like compare, go back and forth between PS4, PS5. Um, but other than that, no. It's it's actually I'm probably gonna go back uh, and platinum it because I'm I think I'm like seven trophies away. Okay. And I mean, years ago when this game came out, I was so into it. I already did most of the the harder stuff because there was all sorts of trophies and stuff tied to the uh, 
Save, save this area. Save the zone. Clear out the enemies. Well, not even, not even that. It was. I can't even remember if it was like DLC. It was, it was like something like this origami shit. You had to like go through all these weird cryptic ciphers things, also, and you also had the to... wrong game. <laughs> but you had to like. I remember you had to go find stuff in the game to find these clues. Go to a website and like. That was like a Nickelodeon show. Oh my gosh! It was National Treasure Three. It was the. It was this weird, weird <laughs> thing. One clue uh, leads to another clue. Yeah, oh, it, it was it was so weird and it was so tedious. Go back and get them, man. Like seven trophies. Just pull up your but, activity card yeah, and see where se- it's at. Yeah, seven trophies and they're, they're not hard stuff. They're really actually not not hard stuff. So I, I'm I'm definitely gonna do it in platinum this game. Did they make a guide for that one? Did it get a? Is, I know it's in the era where they were still making guides. It might have. I don't remember. The order had one, but you got the platinum for the from the order. Oh uh, yeah, that's order, didn't you? Yeah, that's a super simple one. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious. And then, other than that, uh, we finished, um, NAC two. Hell yeah, oh, game of the year. Dream. Me, me and Dream my son finished NAC two. Um, went through. Uh, got a, got to the point where. We found out what the uh, the head monk guy was doing, you know, with with all these robots. He mm-hmm. um, found out a way to like supercharge them, power them up, and and then uh, we defeated that all of that sh- uh, all of that stuff. But then Nat gets captured at the end, uh, and Damn it, Nack. <laughs> Lucas comes to save Nack. And we found that he, the monk guy, has now built this new thing <laughs> out of all the old robot parts. And it is like, it is this giant, the only thing I can come up with is the the movie Wild Wild West, the giant mechanical <laughs> spider. Yes. It is, it is oh, basically God, that. Jim, Jim West, Desperado. Holy it is shit. huge. It's this huge mechanical spider deal. Uh and he's gonna like destroy this whole city with it, and else, but it, it the story is very convoluted and it's just out there. And it, like I've said before, the story on it is in 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 that both games. It's probably the weakest point. It's out there, but uh, pissing on Mike Cerny's on here. Like, no man, come on. Was like, that was that was my swan song. I made that. But uh, all in all, it was it was actually really good. Knack Two is a really, really good game. Yeah, I will give it that. It was, it was so fun. Uh, sitting there with my son. Yeah, uh, well, after it, we finished. Is it, it more? Is it more fun because you play with your son? I mean, if you look at it from a, can you explain if you played this solo, would this do it for you? Probably. Okay, that's that's what I want to hear. And there's that because yeah. because, because I, that's, I that's the true test. I mean, if you can't play with family and friends and you be like, all right, it was fun because I played with you know somebody I know. Right. We play versus, some, we play some shitty games together and have a good time. If I say like if you can sit there and answer this game like we give Knack two a lot of shit and I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna play it one day my my copy's still sealed I think yeah Knack and Knack one two real sealed but um um I'm gonna play it one day but you sold me on it where I might play it sooner yeah I mean if you if you can tell me that all right even though you have fun playing with, with your son that you were it's just you you would have that you would 
enjoy that game as well. So that, and, that's all I needed to hear. Yeah. And that's that's what it was. As soon as we finished and the credits were going, I looked at my son. And I said, you know what? Knack one was fun and, and we enjoyed it. And it was to me, it was more fun because I was able to play it with him and yeah. we were able to riff on it and talk about, you know, the parts that were were shitty and laugh at the, the parts that were funny and just have uh, stupid puns and stuff to just kind of fill all that other time where we just like weren't super into the game yeah just because of the the difficulty levels and whatever else but this one after we were done i looked at him i said you know what this game was really fun i really enjoyed this game uh it made a good one and (laughs) the 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 gem only comes from beating this game so we beat this game we're talking about it while the credits roll the first section of the credits finish game the 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 screen fades to black and that little notification comes up at the top uh and anybody that has a ps4 ps5 is 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 used to this uh if they're playing a game and a cutscene comes up or something uh where it says uh screen um screen screen recording has has been disabled I'm like, yeah. wait, it's a scene blocked. Yeah, block scene yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So I'm like, what's what's going on? And so now we've gotten to a second part credits, and Knack <laughs> takes off his clothes. <laughs> Knack. Oh god, if we're going that direction. Please, the, the, please the, change the subject. <laughs> the music starts playing. It's a dark turn. The music is uh, what is it? US three flip Fantasia, and oh, it's an old 1993. You'd know it if you heard it. I don't okay. want to get demonetized. Okay. I mean, not by, not by them. I'll frame, it. <laughs> I'll frame it up here. After after the podcast is done, I'll 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 pull it up and you'll know immediately. Okay. But and and then you get um like small neck, middle neck, or big neck, and he'll he'll like pop off to different parts of the screen and he's like dancing and doing all these crazy <laughs> moves. And stuff. It is the best fucking thing I've ever seen. Like one it was those, so like, uh, great. Like like the end of a Shrek movie or some bullshit like that. Yes. It's like they had that type uh, of fun where they play music and they're just goofing off type stuff, right? Yes. Shrek is a good analogy for. Uh, Amen. We yeah. we all we all partake in the scriptures of Shrek, so we're all there. <laughs> yeah. I know the scriptures. I know the scriptures of Shrek two only. I don't know the scriptures of the other ones. I, I, I skipped the other chapters of the book. <laughs> you only need the first two. It's just like the two Nat games. But yeah, it's Knack, Knack Two is definitely some good stuff. A uh, good game, huh? Yes, I would, I would, I would be out there begging for a Knack Three, but I don't know how they'd top Knack Two. No, because I'm pissed that they make a puppeteer dose. So yeah, that's true. It was great. All right, puppeteer they stopped it. Sacrifice so we could get Knack. Yes, that's what we needed. That's what they like. Puppeteer Two, nah. Give them Knack Two. I mean, I don't know, man. You know. I guess they needed an act two to kind of end it on a good note. And I think they're probably satisfied. Yeah. Ended it that. Sounds like, based off what you said, it sounds like they could be satisfied. And like, okay, we delivered them. We want to originally deliver for that knack fran- franchise? Question mark. Uh, yeah. So. But yeah, I, I know Richard. You said you played it with your wife, the original knack. I'd, I'd I'd say get this. It's it's cheap. It's actually not an expensive game. I think I bought it sealed for under 20 bucks yeah, i think i have and, a copy too yeah and you can sit down and enjoy it it's it's so, it's so it's so good it really is 
Um, but that's it. That's that was my games played this week. We made it. You made it yes. to the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Did the it. monster at the end of the show. We did it, everybody. I think that's it for us. We've been on for over two hours. Y'all got anything you want to add? Uh, Wings 2, buy it. Oh. <laughs> Beware of anime. <laughs> new new enemy anime. What was, the, what was the thing from 14? Uh, it was a summon. The anime oh, summon. God. I messed up my own callback. Uh, let's get out of here. It's getting late. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. See ya. We'll be right back.